We are not knocking I over not. any porta potties. I don't do that. Don't lose a kind. Never say never. We don't know what the night's going to be. I am not knocking over any porta potties. Some St. Patrick's Day parties. I have a career to keep up with. I cannot end up in jail. Well, shit, I can't either. I got to pay the same mortgage. Podcasting in a new location today. So, I'm like, just, I'm trying to get used to it right now. I'm like, in a different place. New mic? Microphone? A new notebook? Oh, like, I'm almost out of space in my notebook. And speaking of new, there's a new way to now reach There's Only One Tree Hill podcast that matters, and it's this one. Um, we're now on Stitcher, which is um, an online like radio service for podcasts. So we are on there, and one of the things that we need our listeners to do is to go on there. It's a free service, and just listen to us and review us. The more reviews we have, the higher we rise up in the ranks, which we get featured more, which means more people can find us. We want people to find us and listen to it. So when we're talking about all the new things today, I just kind of want to throw that out there that <laughs> our podcast is now on Stitcher. Um, so let's, um, what are we going to say here? All right. So welcome to the podcast. Yes. Um, yes. Um, each week, oh, yeah, each yeah. week we meet and discuss um, the latest episodes in our binging of um, WB turned CW series One Tree Hill, which ran for nine seasons. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I actually forgot the DVD book. I was about to ask, where I, is that? Because I want to read a copy. Of well, we can, um, we can read the IMDb synopsis for this week. Yes, that's what I'm pulling up now because I forgot the DVD case because we're in a new location. That's what happens when you move yeah. your stuff to a new location. And it's our first, it's our first uh, thing in a new location. So, you know, I, uh, the episodes we're going to be covering are episodes 10, Brave New World, and episode 11, Return of the Future. Yes. That's is a really big summary. I don't know if you want to read this whole summary. Like <laughs> Maybe I don't. It's like a plot summary. Well, can I just sum up? We could sum up. Like, give me two sentences about this episode that we're going to talk about. Um, Wait, we can talk about who wrote it, maybe. Yeah, let's just, let me go through this. Um, okay. Was this the, Mark Schwann yeah. created this, I thought he, didn't he create the whole He created show? the whole show, but that's, it. he's always credited with the writing credit. Uh, okay, so, and then John A. Norris wrote this episode. Yes, um, but hold on, here, let me see that. I got I got I got a way we can take care of this. So um, I just want to talk about. We want to get a guest on our podcast. Um, so if you guys have any suggestions for any of the stars of the show that you want us to try to get as a guest on the podcast, um, let us know. I've started trying to get Antoine Tanner, who's play, who plays Skills. Yay! 
Because uh, that was my vote. Well, <laughs> by starting, I mean, I tweeted at him today. I tweeted at him today from our... From our... I did not yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried. I tweeted him today um, from our Twitter account, and he liked our tweet. So um, got to start somewhere, uh, you know. So we're gonna um, start there. Why not start? With yeah. yeah. Well, especially since the other podcast is, uh, they're gonna be interviewing Mouth. Well, they have already interviewed him, and they tweeted that it went great. So good, good. good for them. Good for them. Um, I'd like to mention that um, The River Court, which is a uh, Once Real podcast that came before both of the podcasts that are currently running, they're no longer running. Uh, they gave us a shout out on Facebook this week. Uh, so I just want to thank them. Um, Lex, if you are listening, I want to thank you for giving us that shout out. We really do appreciate it. Um, so that's great. Anything else you guys want to just share and or uh, update while I pull this up? <laughs> okay, well, okay. I'd to get the disc jockey off of that. Um... Okay. With the Q107 on? Oh, yeah, I remember. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. I saw he that. Actually, he liked the tweet, because um, I, I was listening the other day, and he said he did. He liked Lunch Reveal, ironically. And I was like, oh, my God! So I was like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to just... Pretty right. cool. So, you can read <laughs> that, and then if you click that, it'll pull up information about the episodes. It'll tell you, like, the air date and who wrote it. Okay. So, so we're going to talk about Raving World. The synopsis is, Lucas and Peyton take a road trip together to find Ellie. While out of town, Lucas reconnects with a friend from his past. Brooke, <laughs> Haley, and Mal successfully launch the Close Over Bros website, only to find that demand, that demand far exceeds supply. Deb also reveals to Nathan that she tried to kill him. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. A lot's going on. Uh, this episode was aired January 11th, 2006, and as I said earlier, written by John A. Norris, and also directed by John Asher. Okay, so where do you guys want to start? Oh, we can talk about um, Dan, I mean, not Dan, but uh, Nathan and Deb okay. and kind of like the Haley aspect of that as well. Okay, maybe. Um, all right, so as you know, they finally made up at the end of the last episode. So we, we saw them having a little bit of sexy time when it opened. She's like kissing his like chest and his abs. And... Um, so then uh, well, the next morning, he's laying in bed, and I don't know if he's regretting it or what. I, he I was, just blank. He, yeah. Thank you. He was definitely contemplating something. I just, I wish, I wish we would have known. Well, I, I think really we did. Like, I think we did, because he I mentions it. I really want to see it. Because he was going to talk about the whole storyline, so we'll circle back if we need to. But he mentions how his mom left him, and I only left him a letter. So I'm thinking that when he was laying in the bed, he was thinking about his mom. His mom. Because remember the night before Haley came in, he talks about dad's the mayor, my mom left. So maybe he's just thinking about everything that's going on. Um, so, like, was this reunion not what you what wanted you it wanted, to be? Right. Uh, just, you feel like I need more time? This is just a sexual thing? Because I was like, oh, hell no. Like, please don't do this to me. That's what I <laughs> well, he gets a phone call, so he, like, dips out, and then Haley wakes up, and there's no Nathan. Mm-hmm. But Dan walks in. Oh, how awkward. That is just is disgusting. Yeah. Your husband's father walking on you, and you're just under the covers. Nothing wrong. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, you know, Nathan was always the love of and leave him type. Yeah, because she hits it from her bra. She just picks up yeah. her bra and stares oh, at it. Oh, my God. That was such a nasty creature. And that's what she said. And she was just like, because she's like, can I help you? Because last time I checked, this house, and even here, he doesn't belong to you. And he's like, make no mistake, little girl. <laughs> like, everything in this house will belong to me or something like that crazy. 
So she kind of just rolls her eyes. She's like, can you leave? Because you're like, you're probably creepy. creepy. Yeah. And I'm like, that was really creepy. Was so creepy. And he like leans in on her and he's like, this Peyton was like, uh, pleasant. <laughs> in the morning. Like, he didn't she should have slapped her, but then her boobs yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got like, yeah. <laughs> 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 want to actually flash. Um, <laughs> and then Dan <laughs> takes the letter that Nathan <laughs> left. Yeah, I was like, too bad. Yeah. I was just like, because I'm like, I'm just so everywhere. Yeah. And he's like, I'm still waiting on those papers because, you know, a one night stand doesn't change that. Yeah. 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 He's trying to get her to Whatever yeah. going on. But she's flying back. Is she? She's she knows too good, damn it. Um, so we got so Nathan goes on and he, we find out that he's talking to Deb. That he, that Deb is who called and he's on the way to see her. So he ignores Haley's call to go see her. And then I guess we really just kinda of just lump everything together that they talked about because I mean Okay. Well I mean we can just kinda of keep going with it because I don't think I need to break down scene by scene kind of what happened in that, right? Hey, did it, yeah, because like he shows up and he's like, some hotel, right? Yeah. And he's like, this is weird, you know. And she's like, you know how much I love you. Sit down. I've changed. Like that was <laughs> so weird when it started. It was just really weird. Yeah. He was like, I've changed, and um. And she's changing to someone she doesn't respect. Yeah. And it kind of like flashbacks to her, you know, telling Dan she was in a bad. Oh yeah, what I got about? Just a bad thing. Can we comment on like the did you the recap at the beginning? I really like the recap. I, I did, and I noticed I that Bethany Joy. Um, yes. Gal- yeah, that's actually on my trivia. But oh, well. you noticed Ooh. it. I noticed it. Um. Haley. Yeah. Oh. Yes. She got married. I'm assuming. Well, yes. Bethany Joy Lens is, is credited as Bethany Joy Galliotti or Galliotti for the first time. Uh, this time after her marriage to Michael Gallio in December 31st, 2005. Okay. Sorry, I just didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. But I had to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big gap. Yeah, it was like, well, for the credit. I didn't even notice that. I'm yeah, when did they make a big deal in the in the montage? Well, when they were doing the uh, in the beginning, uh, when they were going back and doing the uh, flashbacks in the very beginning of the episode recap, that was kind of one of the bigger things, and I was like, it's kind of cracking up. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, um, but I just really like that that like, kind of like kind of cool way to catch everybody up because you know this is the premiere after the mid season finale, so. Yeah, I don't know when the last one aired. We should be better about. Well, we don't have a little public. We do not Thank you, Jeanette, for pointing that out. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, so, um, but we got a lot of flashbacks over yeah. these course these two episodes. Yeah. I feel like it was trying to introduce anybody that was like, may have discovered the show during the break, like doing reruns or anything. Like, I feel like it was like, a lot of the episodes was like, it was kind of slow in the sense of like, it spent a lot of time explaining what had happened, yeah. but also trying to like have little different bits of like in general. Plots, you mean in general, in general, in general. Okay. in general. Both episodes, I felt like really tried to catch you up right. without really like spending a lot, a lot of time. Of time on doing yeah, that. yeah. Um, but we got like you said the flashback of her like trying to stab him, yeah. or she, what she said she's gonna stab him. Yeah. yeah. Which was good. Did you see the hotel? That was a really nice hotel. I of course we a motel because it's a motel. It's like damn. Um, yeah. She says she's someone that uh, she doesn't respect to him, which I thought was interesting. Um, 
And she was like, it's time for her to try and be strong so she's not going back to Tree Hill. But she's not asking him to come with her. She's not acting acting like an American. But before that, she said she's never been able to be a lawyer. Which I found to be very interesting because, you know, you think that this is someone that has, you know, has it figured out and is a powerhouse and to say that. Mm-hmm. She yeah. seems so independent. She, she seems like she is. She's really not. I think she buried herself in her work because she didn't want to be alone, if that makes sense. This part yeah. Before, because she was always gone for her work. Mm-hmm. But then she was really off with another man, so. Mm-hmm. Um, it led to that, but yeah. And, we, and like, Deb is like really spooked, so. Dave yeah. is like, why? <laughs> when housekeeping comes, she like jumps up. I know. She's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> you know, but she comes clean to him about the fire. So let me know the divorce is final because I didn't notice. Well, remember Dan had postdated the divorce, so it was postdated for after the elections. The papers are the papers are signed, so I'm assuming. Because I was like, because Nathan brought that up during that scene, it was just like, you know, you got your divorce. Like, what is the problem? Yeah. And so she's like, I had to find the strength. Um, So she's like, she, she, I guess, and we kind of see flashback through her process, which was really interesting because I was just like, she. I wouldn't want to fuck with Deb. Like, she, like, laying there in the bed, she, like, look, she looks at the candle, and I'm like... Yeah, her process leading her up process, to process, like, how she got the drugs and grinded them, and then wax sealed the booze again. Like, three steps. Four steps. Four steps. Four steps. But the fourth step really didn't matter, but we'll... Right. But type the card. Yes. And deliver right. it. And then light, light it. She does all this, and her fourth one is ask God for them yes. to take to take me far away from this person I've become. Like, girl, you can't sit here and plot a murder, and then want to sit here and be like, I want God to take me away. Like, no, no, that's not how this works. That's how any of this works. Um, so but she's like, I did it for him. I did it for us. But Nathan, you fired about. He's like, so you didn't have the courage to leave him, but, but you had the courage to kill him. Which is very true. Which is. That's like taking the easy way out. Yeah. Killing him out. I mean, not that he didn't deserve it in a lot of different ways, but he, you know, he's. And Nathan's freaking out. Yeah, he's definitely freaking out. I mean, and he's like crying outside. He was before that. Okay, did you guys see her at all? Because I was stuck on the fact she looked really bad. Like through all of these. Well, the last couple of seasons, like you've never really seen her look just homely. Like she looked like she had been crying, or just. I mean, she still is like dead to me. So I don't know. Go yeah. back and look. I'm sorry. Go <laughs> back and look. Anyway. Yeah, I'm like okay, exactly. Exactly for me. Oh, for me, I always I when I think not. about Deb, I think about a hot mess. Yeah, like I really do. Like she's she's your hot mess mom that like walks around you by your friends oh. with her boobs all hanging down. It's just like she's the mom from Mean Girls. Like you girls see anything, you keep me on. <laughs> so um, yeah, he was crying outside, and she comes, I guess, to yeah. 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 How did it come to this? And I was like, Oh, he's trying to cry. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I was like, He's so handsome. Right now, like when you sit there, I was like, He's so handsome. Yeah, his hair is good. Um. And he's like, I remember the time we were 13 and we all drove to Atlanta to see that game and we were all so happy. But then when I tried to remember it, I realized it was right there in my face. You were never happy. Which is obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, sure, dad is a bad guy, but he wants, you know, me to, he only wants the best for me. And I'm just like, so. He doesn't deserve to die for that. Yeah. And then Jeff's like, well, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) 
actually, uh, <laughs> you almost got recruited, and that's why I should have killed him. Like, yeah. does this really equate? So basketball is equal to life. That's what. That's how my theory is going here. That is not how that went. Because he didn't let Nathan get recruited, he ended up owing his life for that. Her words were, he's always going to try to control your life, no matter what, is what she was kind of getting into. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he had the, he had the right to control his life. He's just got to throw into the. And, and that's what I'm saying. She's just throwing something. Well, Dan really isn't. He, he does it with the best for you guys. Because she almost got recruited, and I'm just like, mm, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he threatened to kill. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't even know. Well, we did see the flashback of him yelling at her in that scene, but I'm like, I just feel like Dan's a lot of talk, no action. Like, I don't feel like he would actually kill somebody. He might drop a vape on. Yeah, but, uh, I disagree. Oh. I could see him, like, not him getting his hands dirty, but I, hell, he almost killed Lucas. Come on, he was about to choke the boy out had it not been for him. I don't think he would have killed him. He might have just left him lying. Yeah, I think he would. I, I think Dan's kind of person who'd want to like take you right to the brink and then be like, you know, you're lucky. I'm a, I'm a man of mercy or something like that. You know, I don't think he'd actually go through with it. But um, so then it's goodbye. Yeah, it is. For a yeah. while. She's, and she's like, when you emancipated yourself, you broke my heart. And that was your greatest moment. And she's like, find that strength in yourself. And, you know, you're not alone because you have Haley. And she's like, deal with it. So it's not something you have to, like, you know, run from. But I think that was probably the best advice she could have given, which was deal with your marriage. Yeah. Is what she said. So deal with your marriage before it gets to the point where it's something that you're running from. And so I'm like, that's probably some of the best advice she could give them, in my opinion, right yeah. now. And then Annie shows up to see Haley, mm-hmm. who's been having her own little side adventure all day with Brooke. Yeah. Um, he's like, I just needed to see you. It's no, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was cute. It was really she cute. She hasn't heard from him all day. Yeah. Actually, yeah. 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 Pretty much. I think that was nice. At all. And so that's the only thing. Like, don't decline my call now. At least. Well, I was going to say text me. I was like, yeah. I mean, they could have texted. They could have T nine text. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you could be like, what? And I'm sure four 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 <laughs> four four. Well, you go four, and then what else? Because no, it was seven. You said what? Say no. no, say hey. Oh, hey. start with hey. I thought you said what? Jesus, how would you start with hey? H E Y. Because two started A B C, right? Yeah. And then you had D E F. Is it? Yeah. It it's still on there. Oh, it is. So oh, you yeah, would go. It's on there. So, what the hell? I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, it's still on there. But what is the purpose? Well, I guess if you're dialing a number that's like 1 800 text. Money, yeah, money, money. Big booty hoes. I don't know. Like, whatever it is. Oh, oh like live new girl. Like, the, like at nighttime. Because I'm like, who used to use that? You know, like, call 1 800 freak nasty now. So, like, for him to text. Haley, we'll see you later. It'd be like four four two five 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 three three. I think we have to hit it a couple of times. Nine nine nine. Just until the letter pops up. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's space. It's zero to space. Okay, which was zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like sending out Morse code now. <laughs> I, just, I just thought when we um. You call a report like a crime, like you know, it's not for about cash. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. I have actually called that number before. 
before when one of my empl- well, former employees was on the news for shoplifting. Like, I called that number because we had her, like, you know, on for information at work. Like, hey, you said looking for this girl. Like, I know her. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I don't I don't know if my tip paid out. Of that. If it paid out, something they would call me, and then the money would be sent. I don't think it paid out anything. It might have been an old address or something, but I you know I was bummed because I think it's like a thousand dollars. It's a good tip or something. If you put them behind bars, you'll be getting some good money. Yeah, so like I, I would be a bail bondsman, but I don't want to have to chase after anybody, you know, or not. Well, a bounty hunter. Sorry, I'd be a bounty, Ooh, a bounty hunter. You're be jumping over trash cans. My mom wants to be about here. She's talking about right ahead. Now she's talking. A couple years ago, she was like, "I'm thinking about." She's like, "I would, I would be a bounty hunter. Make some good cash." Is she gonna talk to the company? I don't know. I don't know. I think she's gonna get a taser or something. Maybe. Oh my lord! Oh, my shoot up at the taser. Like, oh, I need some video. Then. Like that's something that needs to be on camera. Can I be a bounty hunter? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Well, this is like a part-time bounty hunter. You just yeah. part time. Like you get a name and you go out and buy Are you going to see Hall now? I really want to see Hall Notes. We need to talk about this. Yeah, sorry, I don't know what that is. Um, you don't know what Hall Notes is? I don't. <laughs> you know what Hall Notes is. Really you heard the song Rich Girl? Sarah Smile? I've heard of Sarah Smile. Smile. Yeah, the private eye. Rich Girl, that's Hall Notes. Oh, they're a group. They're a group. Yeah, it's a duo. They're all Hall <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Brugis. Yeah. I guess we'll have to branch off into so Layton in a Did minute. It was cute. cute. They they like they were in the they were like walking together and they're making out in the bed and they look so happy. Yeah. And then he gets a phone call. Yes, he did. Why are you answering that phone in first? Mm-hmm. And he's and instead of like and I love how he doesn't say her name or anything like that when he's on the phone. Like you know he's just like. I'll be right over, you know? Yeah. And then he, like, ro- he, like rolls over on top of her, like, it's Peyton. Mm-hmm. I gotta Something's go. Up. Something's up. Not even explanation. Didn't even offer for her to come with him. No. Just like, it oh, was, something's up. I went her. Like, so my best friend Peyton just called oh, you? Yeah. Your ex-girlfriend? Okay. Yeah. The one that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then his little, like, roll up, like, we're trusting each other now, right? Mm-hmm. I would not be okay with that. I would not. I would not. I would not. I would not. Because I've got a website that Mal hooked up for me to sell my dresses, so she's like, you know, I'll keep myself occupied with that. So she's like, see you later, boyfriend. And he kind of stops and he like looks back and she's like, what? And he's like, this feels good to you call me that. First of all, why isn't Peyton calling Brooke if there's a problem? Because Brooke is her best friend. Well, because remember she made that promise and she doesn't know that they've gotten together. You know, yeah, which she even said right. later on, she right. didn't know. I'm and not she, Peyton. no, yeah. yeah, you brought up his hair. No, no, his there's his hair in the opening credits. Uh-huh. It's changed. Like if you right. watch the opening credit, it's different than what he has now. Correct. And so, like his haircut is, I think he's going to get a haircut that is going to take effect. Oh, is what, is what, in the show. Yeah, because I remember that hair. It's not looking good right now. Well, it is like 2005. So and it's still like you know, good hair for that time. Peyton was still awesome for that time. I guess it's just a mess. 
Um, so then Brooke is like super excited that that Lucas leaves. Like she's like all giddy, you know. And I was like, "Fuck you!" And then she checks her. And that was the last time. It was that damn big. Yeah, I mean, just like that big old round yeah. bed, and, and it's a round bed. It is. Like, look, I, um, I always found that so fascinating. Shaquille O'Neal has. Yeah, you know what Shaquille O'Neal has? He was on MTV. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They should bring MTV Cribs back. I
This is when he, before he tells her, he was like, you know, I love being that guy for you that could be there for you. And I'm just like, you sh- that that's how you should feel about your girlfriend? Not Peyton. Like, you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's, she was like, is is that how Brooke feels? Does yeah. Brooke want you to be that kind of guy for yeah. me? You know, like that's the most important freaking thing right, right now. now. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is. Stupid. Um, so then they arrive, and it turns out she doesn't even need him to go into Haley, uh, to Ellie's house. Well, he calls. He calls. He calls Brooke. He, calls he does Brooke. call Brooke. He calls Brooke. And she's like, and she says she's fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. She. Because he's like super vague about everything too. Right. He was right. Like, when are you coming back? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know, but I'll call you once. Yeah. Yes. Can I ever in a situation like that? But when he hung up, she what did she say? Uh, he's with his other she girlfriend. She did tell Haley that he's with. She was like, "Where is Lucas? Is he coming?" She's like, "No, he's with his other girlfriend." So obvious. I mean, uh, oh shit, that's gonna make her feel terrible. Oh, like, just oh, leave me to be with Peyton again. Once again. Mm-hmm. Going on a road trip. Yeah. Yeah. And then way mad is Peyton's like, "Well, I really guess I didn't really." She was like, I, "You know, I was more just a like. I guess I was. I needed you to get me here." Is what she right. tells him, but. We're kind of going to go separate. Don't be mad at me. He was like, you didn't need me for this. So I'm like, if you knew that she didn't need you for this, why did you even agree Probably to come? Probably capable of driving her own car somewhere yes. to see her mother. Yes. Um, and he was just like, you know, but I'll go explore. Good luck. You know, I'm just like, whatever. So then Lucas meets up with his black friend, Faith. Right. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, who the hell is she? She's obviously someone that used to be in Tree Hill that's moved here. But they sit on the he's just on the bench, they're reading. Her name is Faith, and he's like, How's life? And she was like, Now that you're a star basketball player, you'll probably tell me you're dating some bitchy cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Um then later on he tells her that he's dating Brooke Davis. But that but she was getting to be Morgan um Finley. Finley yes. you know, she's next in line, who apparently she was some cheerleader bitch. Yes. Miserable and he was like, She's different and then Faith is like, maybe you're different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, Lucas, who's looking out for people like me? You know, people who are afraid to go to school. I was like, how dare you even ask that? Like, you don't even go to the same school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think y'all don't even get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know I, This whole thing with Lucas and Faith was so weird to me. And they just really needed something for him to do. To do. Yeah. 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 Which they could have left him out on the rest of the damn episode. Nobody did. He could have just fallen asleep on a park bench. But you know, Chad and and Nathan are supposed, I mean, Chad and James were supposed to be the show, you know, the two brothers. So I feel like they just didn't want to have an episode where, like, Lucas didn't have anything to do with it. But he doesn't have anything to do. We can have a break. We can have a break. Oh, I thought you said we can have a break right here. Oh, not not, not from the yeah, the, from yeah. Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, some, is the next thing with them? <laughs> so the ne- oh oh, she tells him that Tree Hill is tripping because uh, he told her he got it on with Peyton. Yeah, he wrote that down. And uh, and she was just like, her life is same life, different town. But her mom coaches boys about a boys basketball team, so that's pretty yeah, awesome. That's um. And then some cocky basketball players come up and like, oh, look, you're a trio raven. Yeah. Well, what are you going to win the game? She's like, she just initiates some kind of game. Yeah. yeah. And she puts her hair, which I thought was kind of cute, though. That was yeah. yeah. To do that. Yeah. And, then, and then she, like, scores. She's like, how's my hair? So good? Mm-hmm. Um, that was it. But they win. Yeah. And, so and then, they just leave him in the dust, like, behind. And he's like, Brooke Davis would be proud. And so then he was like, you're reminding me of old times today, Faith. You know, I should be a better person, basically. Uh, he's like, he almost forgot what it was like to play just for playing. Um, I don't think he said 
I don't Haven't know. Have we been through this before? I think, I, you're just, I think you guys are supremely annoyed by Lucas. I don't understand. Uh, I'm, I'm very annoyed with him right now. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> it sounds like something he would say. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, and so she was like, maybe you've changed for the best. And he's like, what about you? You know, you've come a long way from that girl who was getting picked on the way you stood up to those guys. She, he's like, maybe you changed too. And she's like, well, you know, I did say it could be for the best, you know. Uh-huh. And so then he does that awkward arm thing when he hugs. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed. Where it's I like, think I did notice. Where it's like his hand just doesn't yeah. close. It's just so weird to me. It's always a, well, his hands are closed. And, and it's, it's, hands it's not all the way closed, though. It's like, it's like he's got lobster arm, like lobster claws for hands. I really, I need to really. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks really weird. And I need to get the form. It's so like, like the, it looks, it's like he goes like this. When yeah, he it looks really weird. Maybe we can get Trevor Murray on here. Talk about awkward Oh, you did not like that picture? You're like, nope. We want to get him on the show, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, oh, wait, did you? I don't think he's gonna come on this show. Probably not. Okay, well, I'll say I did not like that shirtless picture of him that you sent me. I'm sorry if he ever listens to this. But I was like, no. That was her. That was her. She just said, I was like, nothing. It was not for that explanation. For those of you, like, there were some pictures of Chad Michael Murray, like, shirtless in Sun Records. And it was like a co-op. It was, yeah. And it, so it's recent pictures. And it was like three like stills of him like shirtless. Like you could almost see his junk in like a towel there. And like I sent it to Jeanette and Jimmy. Um, and Jeanette's only reply was, nope. She didn't comment. She didn't say anything. She just said, nope. Well, I didn't like it. <laughs> so I just said no. It was weird. I didn't like that. Um, sorry. So maybe it's just awkward in general. Um... So, so we go back to, like, let's go back to Peony. Peyton mm-hmm. and Allie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go quick, though. What, Peyton and Allie? I'm sorry, I looked at Lucas and Peyton. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Um, Peyton. She's walking yeah. Out. And she's, like, looking at her records, and, you know, Ellie, Ellie walks in, and she's like, that was her first single. And it's for the replacements, by the way. I don't know if you guys know who they are, but they're replacements. Um, I think it's on Here Comes a Regular, or was that Tanner? I don't know. One of the good, but anyway. Um, so, anyway, so she's like, she kind of calls out her hypocrisy. She was like, no, it's totally okay that you just walk into it. She's like, if I can walk into your room and look at your music, then it's totally okay that you do it to mine. And she was like, oh, wait, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but what, she was also saying her door was open. Yeah, yeah she, she said her door was open. Yes. That's where Peyton gets it. Obviously, which is not that is dumb. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that area of town they were in didn't look the safest. Know, but. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it didn't. I mean, the house, it looks kind of like an old. Yeah. It didn't. Oh, you're locking my door. Yeah, well, I thought she had nothing in there other than the music. Well, the music's yeah. probably worth more. I was like, it's probably, yeah. Probably right, actually. Um, so she's like, what are you doing here? And then Peyton's like, uh, well, you know, what did she say? She's a business proposition. Well, she rambles through some stuff at first. She needs advice to put out a record. Well, that was, but like, that was. That's all I had written down. Well, because well, I just noticed because she ran through all these examples or whatever she was doing, and then Ellie was like, "You still haven't answered my question." I went to your hotel room. Yeah, to find you. To find you, but you already. She was just like, "But what are you?" Yeah, you still answered my question. So what are you doing? But then she says she wants to. She wants to put out a record, and like maybe she can help. And Ellie's just like, "Well, it's good to see you, mate." I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of cute, really quick. It was. And then 
Um, so she asked Peyton, why did you choose me? Like, why would you come to me to put out a record? And she's like, well, you know a lot about music and you have a nice little collection. And then Ellie's like, little? little <laughs> she like opens up. The the and that was a big ass collection, like yeah. wall to wall. Like, like, she had like the record, the holders. Like, yeah. The shelves were perfect. That's yes, the kind yeah. of stuff I she had those big old speakers like behind the couch, like the music could just like come from behind you. I was jealous too. Like I, I did not notice any like CDs. Like I was looking around, it was all vinyl, all vinyl. Um, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a vinyl person. Maybe it's because I've never had any vinyl. I've got over hundred. Like, does vinyl sound better in your opinion? Yeah, it's the only way to listen to music. Make it have it I have to try it. Like the old stuff. I'm gonna buy a Britney Spears record. Oh, that's so weird. Like I can't listen to anything like after the '90s. Really? Um, so you listen to like older stuff on vinyl? Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna get like a new album on vinyl. Do they still make that for vinyl? They release select like select artists do release on vinyl. Like Fye, when we were there, had some newer artists on vinyl. Um, it just depends. Like it depends on the artist, like the caliber of artist. Like if it's somebody who's relatively established, then they usually can afford to release something on vinyl, because I think it costs a bit more now kind of to produce the vinyl. Yeah, it kind of, because they're really expensive yeah. to buy new, and right now, it's something where some things, some albums don't sound good on vinyl, the way they're mixed and pressed and trying to put too much on one record mm-hmm. and the sound quality isn't as good. Simon knows all about this, <laughs> trust me. So some things he won't buy on vinyl. They reissue it. It doesn't sound good. So what would so. what would you say in your best opinion is the best vinyl album that you've heard? If you if I could just get you to start one off the top of your head. I mean, the best vinyl album. Yeah, like the best album the that you've heard, like you've heard on I vinyl. Have that, that sounds good. like popping on vinyl. Yeah, that sounds good on vinyl. Like that, you were just like, I could listen to this. It doesn't matter if it's on vinyl or CD. You know, I like the music. Okay. But, um, but just the vinyl sound in general, like it, I like the little pops it makes inside. This is like a vintage kind of like putting this record on. I can look at the sleeve. I can look at the insert and look at pictures and lyrics, and you can kind of have just the whole experience with vinyl. What's the rarest vinyl that you found? Um, <laughs> I've got um, acid. Which is um, like speed metal from Belgium oh. in the 80s. And it was, it's probably, I think I paid 50 bucks for it. Wow. How many of them were made? Do you know? Or like, I don't know, but it couldn't have been that many. Have you looked at like the price of it? Like as far as like if you tried to sell it back anywhere? No. I mean, I could sell it for probably the same amount. Yeah. Right. But then they just reissued it. But I bought that too because it's on red vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> so I had two copies. You know, I know. You know that one I read sounded really you know what? The only, thing, the only thing I've ever really come in contact with vinyl was at my grandmother's house, and she used to melt the vinyl. Like, she used to have, like, melted vinyl, like, in the bowls. And so she put oh, stuff in the, you know, in the vinyl bowl. Yeah. Like the, it's an actual record that's been, like, melted into a bowl. So, like, when I come over, if I wanted to color, the crayons were, like, downstairs in the, in the little basement set up in the bowl, you know, in the vinyl bowl. Why would bowl. you do that? Just for a second. Maybe it was a scratched record and they couldn't play. Maybe that's why yeah, she did you it. You can buy that stuff on Etsy and stuff. People do that. Because that's what I'm saying. I can see that being really cute, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm sure there's waves in it when the way that it's molded up, like I would on. But I'm sure Ellie's not doing that to her. Body. Oh, I'm sure not. I'm sure hers are in like pristine condition. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you can get something really cheap, like ten cents. Yeah. You can buy records just in Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. you know. 
They bond over the cure. I've never listened to the cure. I you you know that song I hope I can get the right song. Um Adele song? Adele? Like Adele covered Love Song, isn't that a cure? That is a cure song. Okay. 311 covered it. It's originally yeah. like a cure song. And then there's that isn't that song It's Friday? I'm in love. Isn't I know nothing about the cure. That's like all I know. But I'm not a huge fan. But they talk about The Cure and how, you know, she's like, you ever listen to The Cure? And she talks about how the violin and some song makes her, like, Ellie talks about the violin giving her the chills. And because Payne's like, that's a trash album, basically. Which is like, it's, it's, it's not good as their last album or whatever. And she's like, you tell me you don't get the chills. She's like, I get the chills every time. But yeah, it's it, how it was. But she, I mean, Payne's like, but I really like what Payne said about how when, you, when she listens to music, she remembers the moment. And for me, that's so true. Like, when I listen to music, I like, if I don't envision anything when I listen to music or nothing, like, comes back to me, it's not a song that I'm going to care about. You know what I mean? So I, I definitely get what Payne's saying about being alone with the music. And then Payton just, like, randomly asked her, like, let's talk about your pants. Like, what's this? Like, speaking <laughs> yeah, of the cure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, whoa. Wow, okay, that took a turn. It did. Like, really quickly. Yeah. Like, well, I know she's really there to figure out yeah. what's going on with Ellie. And then Ellie's just like, truth is, I'll be fine. <laughs> like, like, I wish Ellie would stop lying. Yeah. Obviously, she's not going to be fine, but she's lied an awful lot. Well, Peyton's just... <laughs> 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 wow. She is. Okay. Um, and then Peyton just is just like, can you move in with me? It's like, oh, work on the records. I think Peyton's just freaking out. My dad is on the road, on the whatever, the yeah. water, and he already says it's okay. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, he's okay with this? Ooh, he's okay with this. Do you want her to live with you? And she's probably like dying. But she told her she was fine. Oh, right, so. Yeah, that, but, but Peyton, do you believe her? <laughs> you haven't believed her in the past. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like her thing now. Like, I, yeah. I, I like Ellie's thing like, now. She I said she didn't it. have time. Yeah. Which made me think, okay, she is dying of cancer. You know what? I didn't even think of it like that, but she did say that. I just thought she would. <laughs> she did say you know, that. Well, like... She doesn't have time. She doesn't have. Literally. She doesn't have time. She doesn't have time. She doesn't have time. She doesn't have time. They're always trying to kill people off. It is. We know that well, nobody has died on this show. You all are trying to kill people off. Oh, because I'm like, Dan has almost died like twice. Um, so, do we care though? I mean, I don't know. So then Ellie like has some YouTube albums, or she has a ticket from their very first US, US tour. It's just like, I'll have a t shirt. I'm gonna go get it. So then Paige's like, I want some water. You want some? Then she goes in the kitchen, and there's like nothing. There's not even a damn cup. Like, there's nothing. There's some Florida. Some Florida. What did she comes in the kitchen and Peyton's just like, this is it, isn't it? You come here to die. die. Oh, so dramatic. Hello, Peyton. I love, I just love Ellie's like sass and Peyton. She's just like, who the hell are you? Who do you think you are? Yeah. And she was just like, don't I deserve the truth? But I will say it was some good acting from her. 
Like, I, like, from Peyton and Ellie. That was a really good scene. Yeah. Like, Ellie, she, yes. like when Ellie was, like, turned this way and Peyton was, like, in the background of the wall, she was like, so what if I'm, you know, she was like, I just want to know you're okay. I was like, that's actually some good acting for Peyton. Maybe it's because you could only see, really see Ellie. Ellie, thank you. Because yeah. 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 it's the same whiny-ass Peyton that yeah. was in the last three yeah. episodes. So dramatic. <laughs> but Ellie was like, this is how I always live. You know, she was just like, there's no anything because I eat out. And I don't, you know, whatever she said about me. Eat out. I'm always gone. Yeah, and I'm always on the road. That's why. Because she brought that up too. And so she was like, you came here out of guilt and I don't need it. And I was like, Payne's like, so what? What if I, so yeah, I came out of guilt. Is it wrong that I want you to be okay? And Payne's not wrong for that though. Right. You popped up on her doorstep. You initiated this by coming to see her. So I'm just like, yeah, and then you, can you knew you had cancer, and you showed up and you initiated. She's a teenager, for goodness sakes. They're moody by nature. And Ellie left her bracelet there. I think she, she knew Peyton. Yeah. She, she left did. that for a reason. Yeah, and she wanted to get to know her, and she kept trying. I also told you in the beginning that I wanted to get to know you and wanted you to get to know me without the guilt, because I don't need the guilt. Like, we talked about this. Well, she said the pity. Well, she the pity. What's the because guilt is guilt is from her like she pushed like Peyton Ellie wanted to get to know her and then she pushed her away and now she might die so it's like she feels guilty for that Penny is like oh you know when she first came in oh I'm gonna get to know you because I feel sorry for you not because I feel like I've done something wrong which is what Peyton felt um that's just me so then uh, I wanted to sell the record for cancer research I was like I cared so Ellie's like yeah, she was. Yeah, it was good acting. Though. It was good acting. So then uh, Peyton and Lucas are on the road. She's like, I guess I'll never see her again. Yeah, and then she yeah. decided her. I was just like, really? Ugh, I was so offended with the woman. It's his friend. Hot damn. She's going through something. Hot damn. <laughs> Chick, here is a handkerchief. <laughs> all the way home. Get you. you got me in trouble last time. You're not getting me in trouble again. Because you're emotional. This is a left man. Um, I'm sorry. But at the end, Ellie shows up at Paige's place. Yes. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, tell your friend. Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Skip. Yeah. Uh, the voicemail. Yes. While she's listening to Haley's song. Wow. Yeah. Which played, I think, all the way through, didn't it? Did. It played yeah. all the way through. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. But she's ignoring the doctor's phone call. Yes. And then... So apparently, she stopped treatment. Yeah, she stopped treatment. So she's just willing. She's here to die. She's here to die. She's here to die. Like when she said you just want to die to your kick-ass soundtrack, your rockin' soundtrack. Yeah, she uh, cut the music away. She did cut We music had to cut out about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> now, it was already up because some people were working on the house. Okay. Yeah. And then we already had that, but she cut that value. <laughs> I was like, damn. Well, let's like, turn this like, down, please. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we have a sound bar yeah. on our TV. <laughs> and ever since we got the sound, every time, every since we got the sound show, the like, value came out of nowhere, Janelle. The volume on this shelf is really good. Like we have to keep our TV down at like a five or a six yeah. <laughs> just to make sure that it's not too loud. So because the work was going on, we had it up on like 14. Yeah. And, the, yeah, the, the, and the speaker has its own value too that we don't keep very high. And so like all of a sudden you just hear like, one thing is clear. And I'm just like, ah, But she shows up at the end and... Um, she's like, it's a business arrangement, you know, like, the song is great, but just keep my, so she is going to stay with her. She didn't have anything with her, though. She's not even close. She had a bag. She didn't want to see a bag. I didn't see a bag. Um, so let's talk, Lucas so and Brooke, we can wrap this baby up. All right. Which includes some Haley. I mean, let's talk Brooke, but, um, so. Brooke is 
Uh, At so, her website. Yes. Right. And Haley comes in. She's like, where were you? And Haley was just like, uh, she's getting ready to tell her. But then Mouth comes in. She's like, never mind. Mouth is here. Yeah. Let's, you know. She's like, I need you to do something with this website. He's like, I thought it was running. Turns out she had like 32 orders. She's up to like 34. Then the 36. And it was at 43. But she was like, I don't care. Cut it off. Because I don't have 43 dresses. I have to make 43 dresses. And, you know. How many do you have? She's like, Four. <laughs> but she'd be better equipped to sell like on Etsy, you know, if Etsy was around, versus like having your own website. And I'm just like, she, I mean, she needed to have it in there, like, okay, well, if you order this, I have to make your dress. Or she could do like a max two of two, like you know what I mean, yeah. like or like have a specific time frame. Like, yeah. Once you order, I can get you this like within sixty days or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Something like this is a customized. Well, you blame Mouth because Mouth was the one who set up the website. Mouth Hello. Um, So, after Lucas calls Brooke, um, later, I guess everybody's, is everybody at the place yet? I think everyone's at. Or Haley had rounded everybody. She told her she rounded everybody up to come over at that point. Yes, and Brooke is like being a dictator. Right. Yeah, and Bevan yeah. shows up with those kids. <laughs> and she brought cookies. She's like, what are those? And she's like, these are cookies. She's like, no, those little people. Yeah. <laughs> like Brooke. <laughs> it was like Brooke. Her face. That was so dumb, man. Like, to be that dramatic. And then, like, Bevan's like, this is my, like, my brother, my sister, my nieces and cousins or whatever. Like, I have to watch them. And then, like, and Rachel comes Rachel in. She's like, what is she doing? You're like, well, you said right up the squad, not her. When well, Brooke was being like really bitchy, Haley, and, and I love Haley. She's like, I know how to sew. Yeah. <laughs> she was so over it. She yeah. was like, I hate you. Like, yeah. Oh. And so Rachel, and then she's like, Well, you missed the tutorial. And uh, Bevan was like, I did too. And she was just like, and then uh, Rachel's like, Well, I mean, the designs look pretty simple. And then uh, Haley's like, You know, we got, you know, we need everybody we can. So then uh, she's like, Haley, you're a genius. She's like, This is tutorial, girl children. You guys want to, pl- you guys like playing dress up? She ain't gonna have to make dress up. And I was like, She's enforcing child labor. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's a child labor. Yeah, like, what the hell, Brooke? Um, and so then Brooke is like, No restroom breaks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, would you trust these people to make That's what, exactly what I wrote. I was like, How the hell is this crap gonna look out? Like, how's that gonna turn out? Brooke just follow the pattern. Hey, you follow the tutorial? If you let, gave that to me right now, I mean, was sitting there, like, oh, this is going to be a <laughs> shit. Girl, you got to give me some more fabric. I made a place I made a place setting for a dining room. That was a I have, I have so things before. I made a sauce. I sewed patches on a jacket. I ain't sewing no drip. Like, no, it's got to look good. Like, the stitches, the stitching, you actually yeah, have to care. And then you're walking out somewhere. Somebody else is going to And this is by hand? Yes. I mean, that takes forever. Ever. Just ever. Just little patches on. Yeah. took forever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess that's why Bruce was going to take her yeah. forever. Well, surely she's got a machine. Yeah. No, because last time she was doing it by hand. She was doing it by hand. When she did the red um, devil dress. Yeah. She must just be fast. Yeah. Well, no, she had a, she had a, she had a sewing machine that she was into. Okay. When so she did, when she did the corset, I think she had a sewing machine. Clothing mm-hmm. like that to sell But yeah, um, shouldn't be. So then Mouse finally meets Rachel. She's like, here's the guy that does the news announcement, the game announcements. I've listened to your stuff. It's really good. What's your thing? Yeah. And I'm like, clearly Rachel is trying to steal Mouth from, from Brooke. Clearly. 
I'm just like, y'all need to stop. Like, playing with she this poor boy's emotions. Yes, basically. And um, so then Brooke interrupts. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, we were just discussing Mouse King. And then Mouse is like, oh, not, not like that. Not like that, Brooke. Yeah, she's like, why are you even apologizing? Yeah. Right and Mouse like, I, and then Brooke's like, I need you to watch the kids, Mouse. like, I thought Haley was doing it. She's like, no, now you're doing it. Yeah. And she tells Haley to go get fabric. And Haley's like, Mouse was doing, doing it. And then she was like, and Lucas didn't call, huh? He didn't check in. And Brooke is like, you know, this isn't about that. Um, and then Haley's just like, I just want to know what would cause a guy to just leave, and you know, a first thing in the morning like that. Mm-hmm. And then Brooke is like, thanks for letting me get it. Grooming. Well, she doesn't know. I think she was actually talking about Nathan. Yeah, she was. But she yeah, was. But Brooke doesn't know. Yeah, but it was like she was using Brooke's situation to kind of play on her own situation. Like, I want to know what kind of makes a guy right. just leave when a situation kind of makes a guy. Because, again, she doesn't Brooke know. doesn't know what's happening either. Yeah. So. Maybe thinking maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Um, so then. Uh, hmm. Bevan made Bevan did a horrible job of making whatever it looked like a bathrobe. I don't it's know. Like of course she, she did a horrible job. She's like, I missed the tutorial. Like, what did she say? <laughs> and, and it's Bevan. Yes. <laughs> the, girl, the girl who traded her number three draft pick for number five. I know. That's five. Like, it's bigger than three. Um, so Rachel made her dress. Perfect. Perfect. She did. And it's because it's hers. It's hers. She was like, I like the design, but I just don't trust the designer. That word. Yeah. And she's like, call me math. And then Brooke's kind of like really huffy being a bitch again, and Haley sets her right. It's like, look around, like, look at everybody that's riled together. And so um, she tells Mouth to set the site down and get the money back because like, we can because we use the money for fabric. So Brooke's like, I'll just, you guys can just go, I'll take care of it. She's like, it's her problem. Yeah. And then she gives the children the CDs. And I'm like, no. she didn't even check if they were age appropriate CDs. No. She just handed out some CDs. Please, please. And Haley <laughs> is like, those were, those, those, she's like, that's a really nice this, thing you did, but with my CDs. CDs. Yeah. I like what Haley said. She was like, no dream is worth um, changing you. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so Brooke's like laying on the couch and she's miserable. And Lucas calls and he's like, I got some bad news. Peyton's car broke down on the side of the road. And so Brooke is like, now, great. So now you're going to have to spend the night in the motel and then one thing will lead to another. And like Lucas, there's a knock at the door and she opens it and it's Lucas. She's like, pretty risky move. You know, and he was just like, so you had a bad day. She's like, I could just use my boyfriend or something she like that. Her boyfriend. She needed her boyfriend. He's like, well, how can I help? And she's like, can we just do something that you want to do? Because, you know, I've got, you know, all this stuff going on. He's like, you know, Greg, there's something that I do need to take care of or do. And she's just like, uh, her face is like, he's like, but you can go, like, I want you to come with me. And so basically he just wants to go to the river court, um, you know. Yeah, basically. He's like, this is my old world. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, it's not just a court to me, it's where I come from. And she was like, do I get to be a part of this world? And he's like, you get to be the biggest part. And then now it's like, oh my god, we've got a surprise here tonight. Lucas Scott is joining us. He's been perhaps seen in a full court game. And <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, go get a boyfriend. Because she just is totally okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's just breezed over. Like, you were out with Peyton, but whatever. It's cool. Oh, so not me. Um, and then the episode ends. So, well, also Dan got his office. But no one right, cares. he had a plaque. <laughs> no one cares. All right, so that's great. So, um, Brave New World had an 8.6 on IMDb. Um, let's talk about when Ellie is showing Peyton her giant record collection, a crew member can be seen in the room to the left. I don't know if you guys noticed it. Nope. 
All right. On Peyton and Lucas's drive back to Trio, Lucas is driving. However, when the car drives away from the shot, you see that Peyton is the one driving Lucas in the passenger seat. Passenger seat. Do we know this? Yeah, whenever coming back. Yeah. Um, and then Peyton and Ali mentioned the song um, To Wish Impossible Things from like here. And the violin in that song is actually used in the episode To Wish Impossible. Oh, well, To Wish Impossible Things is actually the name of an episode later on. Well, actually earlier on, in season one. was the name of an episode. Um, so we had some music. We had Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy. Um, we had Simple by Katy Perry that played on their driving around. Halo by Bethany Joy Lynn's. And Jeanette, do you know where this song originated from? I mean, this title, Brave New World? What song? Oh, is it 30 Seconds to Mars? That I have no idea. Iron Maiden. Really? Yes, this episode's title originated from the song Brave New World. I didn't know they'd be going there. Which was sung by Iron Maiden. Okay. I know the song title. And I was like, and I know you know Iron Maiden, but so. It, it can't be from anything like super old. It, it must have been on one of like, the later ones. But wow, okay. Yes. And then our voiceover was Ida Scott Taylor wrote, Do not look back and grieve over the past, for it is gone. And do not be troubled about the future, for it is yet to come. Live in the present and make it so beautiful that it will be worth remembering. So, did you guys favorite... Well, first, how would you rate the episode? I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven. I did. Actually, I did seven and a half. Yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. It, it, it was, was kind of like... But it was kind of, like I said earlier, it was coming back from the mid-season finale. And like you said in the... Um, in some commentary before, um, I think last season at the mid-season finale, when I listened to his commentary, he talked about how, you know, this is before the day, this was before the days of DVD, you could, couldn't get the DVD for the season, you know, like, you didn't have a way to catch up, you couldn't watch it on demand, you couldn't get it on iTunes, and, you know, DVDs don't come out until the season's actually over, so it was like, with serialized dramas, it's kind of hard when you take that big winter break, you know, if people aren't caught up, or they miss anything, you know what I mean, they're not going to come back. So I think that this episode was kind of trying to transition everything that happened by that montage of the season and a lot of like explanatory dialogue about who these characters are. You do, but in these days it's become a lot easier because I could go, I could binge it on that. Like no, the TV show. But even then, you have to do it Yes, but he said it in, in the middle of season two is when he said it, you know, on that commentary. So I'm thinking maybe that's what they did this season to kind of try to keep the interest up because they're definitely leading up to a really big episode mm-hmm. um, that's coming. So that's why I'm just like, I feel like they're really trying to so, um, and I definitely think Lucas's conversation with Faith is definitely going to come back into play as well. Um, not Faith itself, but I think it was setting up something that's getting ready to happen as well. So I think it's just a big deal. I think in hindsight, I know like your face is like this could be this is worthless, this yeah, is pointless, but it definitely relates to something. And Jimmy actually knows what I'm talking about. He probably doesn't know what I'm talking about offhand. So throw that out there. He's really um, gonna rack his brain later. He's not. He knows. I don't know. Did you guys have a favorite character? I know you. <laughs> uh, um, okay, fine. I'll kick it off. My favorite character, believe me or not, um, just kind of bear with me. Yeah. I actually like her as a character in this episode. Okay. And, and kind of, I know what she did was completely wrong. Um, but her truth and, and telling the truth and it, it coming out, I really liked her doing that in, in this episode. So for me, it was great acting, and um, I like that. Okay. She's the end of a rope. I heard Brooke just for being Brooke. I love <laughs> oh, how she gets more indicator and just being bitchy. And she's yeah. just, I just love her when she's like that. I'm frustrated. But nobody likes anyone. I'm like, um, 
is Ellie. Um, every time I watch this, uh, I I just really love the Peyton Ellie story. Um, you know, I had a parent that that passed away. Um, you know, like how Peyton had her mom passed away. And I just think getting a second chance to discover, you know, your, your you know, who where you came from and kind of get to know somebody from your past is a really big deal. And I think the actress is fantastic. So I just, I really like her this episode. I thought her acting was really great. Definitely. Um, relatable character? Okay. Brooke, and yeah, that's a, not a stretch, but I think it's something everybody else through. You know, beginning a relationship. It's a curious. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, we everybody goes through that. Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully nobody has to go through a, a situation where their brand new boyfriend leaves to go off hang out with somebody they cheated with after two hours of being together. Well, hopefully <laughs> That's not. why I can't relate to her. <laughs> I would be busting like, That's what we, I, but, <laughs> but see, for me, it was more so what we talked about a while back and, and bringing up past relationship mm-hmm. and trying to make sure that they don't affect, you know, current relationships. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, well, I think that's it for this episode, so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about episode 11, 11 which I liked. Let's talk about it. All right. Wow. Averaging a steady amount of listeners throughout this season of our podcast so far, but I noticed our latest episode kind of ticked up. So I just want to say hello to our new listeners that may have joined from our last episode. Do yourself a favor, go listen to all of our older episodes and kind of like track our evolution because we definitely evolved. You know, we, this is our definitely. third theme song. Oh, yes. We did not have like two songs playing throughout our thing. We didn't have our outro. We definitely evolved. So I think you should check it out. Go all the way through. Um, do that by going to there's only oth.podbean.com. Um, and you'll be able to hear all of our podcasts. Um, you'll be able to find our patronage uh, thing because some of you guys are listening all the way through the outro, so I'm just going to keep throwing it out there um, about our patronage. We want to have giveaways. We want to be able to give you guys things trio related. I actually have an autographed uh, photo from Sophia Bush that I wouldn't mind giving away. And you won that. I won that. I won that. Actually, I actually have the email still from from that thing where she was congratulating me on winning her signed autograph. And it's not just a stance. Like, I actually kind of smudged it a little bit. So it's a real sign. So be a pushbow photo that I put in the frame. And I was and I'm willing to give it away to my listeners who won't rate, review, and subscribe and comment on iTunes. Well. Or Patreon. Well, um. But just a little standing grace for you guys. I mean, the activity that's been on Facebook has definitely spiked. Yeah, uh, we definitely got some likes this week. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, we're definitely appreciative of that. So yeah. please keep them coming. Keep yes, them coming. and feedback. I want to give a shout out to Nancy. Um, who commented great oh, on our podcast. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> 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 great. Okay, yeah. 
you know, we love it, you know? Yeah. We love it. Next time, give us an excellent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can say one word or two words, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, so <laughs> a whoop, a whoop, a Or a what, what? <laughs> <laughs> also, we're talking about our Sun Kids counter. Uh, oh my God! No, I'm not right now, we're up to ten. Ten shots for the season that have had Sun Kids in them. So that's where we are. Winning, and I don't Realistically, it's actually only two different things that they have there. That's all. Yes. Which is yes. Yes, because I know one, for sure there's a one is the soda machine that's in Karen's cafe. And then one is a um, a soda. Remind me, I've never seen a soda a machine like at a restaurant that would say Sunkiss. They either say Pepsi or they say Coke or they say nothing. But then I've never seen it says Sunkiss, so it's just so obviously placed Sunkiss. But there's one that's next the the machine that's next to the Sunkiss at the school, the vending machine. Uh-huh. That's another. That's a completely different. Well, I just want to keep track of Sunkiss. You know what? I think that was Pepsi. But I'm just saying, we'll definitely see Sunkiss again. But. Anyway, so we're back to talk about yeah. Return of the Future. Okay. Um, after losing their season game, or second game, sorry, of the season, the Ravens received tough love from Whitey. Peyton and Ellie try to recruit rock band Nada Sir for their benefit album, and Haley reveals a disturbing fact to Nathan. Mm. And Brooke plans a romantic night for Lucas after learning that he submitted her fashion designs to a prestigious competition in New York. And a familiar face returns to Tree Hill. Okay, so I don't want to talk about familiar face yet. I want to hold off. But go on, give us our other details. No, we got to get the writer. we got to give the okay, writers okay, credit. Okay, okay. As someone who wants to be a TV writer, I want somebody to give me credit someday. So. Okay, let me just do it. Um, this episode was aired January 18th, 2006. It was written by Terrence Coli and directed by Bethany Rooney. Okay. Do we have female directors? On this show ever? Um, there was one I think that we covered earlier that I told you guys was nominated for an award. She won an award okay, for direction. Right. She was a lady. I just don't read like a, a lady's name. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's very rare for the actually female directors in general. Um, I was looking at some statistics the other day. Somebody tweeted out, "It's really rare. Like they make up a very small percentage of directing, and it's kind of it's kind of sucky, you know. I definitely think that you know." Especially when it comes to like certain things like romance, I think women direct romance a little bit differently than men do. Um, so I think if there's absolutely, I mean, I remember seeing some special like that yeah. on TV. Men kind of, yeah, men kind of direct sex. It's not as intimate. Yeah. And then women kind of direct more intimacy. That kind of, and I think and it even comes out more believable. But it's just me. And the um, chemistry has to be there. You have to be a name. Yeah, you know? I was like their chemistry, like. <laughs> Uh, like, you know, I'm going to talk about Naley because I was so upset with them this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so, but anyway, the Ravens are 0 2. Nathan and Lucas are arguing. Um, they only have two combined assists between the two of them because Whitey's fuzzing at him. Nathan made 22 points and Lucas made 16. So, you know. What did he call them? Oh, there's no eyes. No eyes. He's, like, he's like, not that I think you guys can read. Moron. Fire. He's uh, they were undefeated last season. So oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. So now they're just saying. Yeah, and Rachel spells out S-U-C-K because that spells Ravens. And Haley's kind of cheerful about it. And Brooke is like, how can you be happy? And she's like, because Nathan will need cons- yeah, consoling. <laughs> so she's calling. Yeah. I like how you think. She's like, so I'm going to. She's like, I'm calling dibs on the bedroom tonight. Mm-hmm. And then Peyton kind of says, you're rubbing off on her. 
Um, and then Brooke mentioned she's going to sleep with Lucas tonight, but they're just going to be sleeping because there's no sex to the heart's ketchup. Oh, right. Yeah, actually, they're hormones. Which I think is yeah, their emotions. Their emotions, you're right. Hormones, hormones. hormones. Yeah. So there's heart ketchup to the hormones. It's like there's other things we can do. Yeah. And Payne's like, under Karen's name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was just like, Yeah. <laughs> so let's, Dan kind of goes Nate after the game, which kind of gets this whole thing started. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like, maybe you have a girl on your mind. I'm just saying history repeats itself. Uh, it was just like, because if Haley gets pregnant, then, you know, it's, what do you say? It's gold for her or something it's, like that. It's, what? It's something for her. I don't know what he said. I just remember him saying that you need to make a decision. It's going to either be a baby or a ball or something. Yeah. Well, it was just like, if she gets pregnant, it'll be over for him and something yeah. for her. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, because he's like, it's not for Karen, whatever it is. Like, it'll be great for her or something like that. He's like, it's not, it would, don't worry about it for Karen. He's like, ask yourself, Nate. It's just like, would she? How far would she really go to keep you, or whatever? And um, yeah, because Nathan was just like, it didn't work out for Karen. Yeah, damn, yeah. uh, it worked out for your mom. So he's, 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 he's <laughs> like, oh Haley, you're practically glowing. Yeah. I know. I was like, he is not pushing <laughs> oh, that, and it's really getting underneath. Yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. So. yeah. Like now, I'm starting to dislike Dan. Like the last episode, I was just like, okay, you're starting to piss me off. And then, but he really wasn't in the last episode. Was it? What would he say to Haley? He just was. Oh, he was. He was kind of. Like, I mean, he was, it was pissing me off, and then I'm like, he pissed me off even more this time. He wants to make that an moment, and yeah. he's not going to stop it. Yeah. Like, I'm used to him being a villain, but I, like, right, right now, I feel like he's just, just doing too much. So he asked. Nathan and Haley were talking about Oh, this is true. It's a golden child. Yeah. So she asked him, you know, to come over and uh, eat, maybe, like, hang out or whatever. And he actually agrees, but. Yeah. Yeah. He agreed just to piss his dad off. Yeah, because Dan's looking. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, what Dan's taking under his skin. Obviously. And so later on, when Haley's like making mac and cheese, oh, he's like, too- so good right Oh now. my God. Oh, let's go I was like, where are we going to eat? <laughs> we didn't like Even though we just ate Chipotle. but. Oh, we got to eat. Because yeah. I'm getting hungry. Okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah we're talking about actual food. We were talking about actual food. Oh, my God. I was sitting over here like, we got to eat you all night. Look at me. You were like, I was touching around. Where are we going to eat? And you're just like, where are my notes? I don't see that. Like, wait a minute. No, I am fucking hungry. Jeanette is hungry. And they're dating. Oh, my God. Well, broke I was even someone like downtown. Broke David. Damn, man. I'm not nothing funny. We need to eat something with, like, some good-ass dessert. Like, I want to go. I really, like, they keep talking about this restaurant downtown at work. And I'm like, what's the name of it? In, like, Midtown or downtown. Oh, we can go downtown. Yeah. We are not oh, knocking right. over right. any port hotties. Right. I don't do don't that. Don't ruin the time. <laughs> never say never. We don't know what the night show is. I am not knocking over any port hotties. There might be some St. Patrick's Day yeah, parties. No. You know? I have a career to keep up with. I cannot end up in jail. No. Well, shit, I can't either. I gotta I'll pay see. the same mortgage. Oh, shit. Woo! All the pressure. Anyway, right, so she asked him what Dan was talking about. And then she cuts herself on a grater, which I want to say is like one of my biggest fears. Like I've always been so scared I'm gonna peel them. It just oh, freaks yeah. me out. Oh, it freaks me out. And so when she did it, I was like, oh, did some of her skin get in there in the cheese? Yeah, she's like, you better watch. Ah! Yeah. You ain't eating that much cheese, so don't worry. <laughs> 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 and so he like, did he kiss her boo boo? No. Oh, okay. No. But he offers to get a band-aid, so he goes in the closet and finds birth control. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, was the patch all right at this time? Like, I don't think so. The pill. 
I don't think that. Because, like, I remember... Right, he'll still take the pill, but I just... It's just so obvious. And Nathan knew what it was, which is a really just threw me off. Like, he knew it was birth control. Well, no, he didn't. He looked at it. I think he knew what it was. I'm sure he knew what it was. Yeah. But Brooke came in and definitely confirmed it. Yeah, she was like, why are you looking at my birth control? But I don't think the patch is out there. But yeah. that so many other things. I don't know. Because I was, what, 13 yeah. when this show happened. So I was not sexually active. Yeah. So he was just like, uh, we've been 16 when this was when this was happening right now. But, um, but this is 2006? Yeah, this is what we were doing. Oh, I'm thinking. We were okay. in 15. We were right. going on 16. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got the date wrong. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, but when it first started, we were in 13. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're getting close now. <laughs> 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 well, I didn't know anything about this. So basically, she's like, you know, those six are the problem, banners to the left. And so we kind of see him, like, look through that over there for some more birth control. Right. And so he comes in and he brings up the birth control to Brooke. I mean to to Haley, and he he's asked, like, "Yeah." And he asked her, "Were you on birth control yeah. that night?" And she was like, "I wasn't that night, but I am now." And he's like, "I gotta go. I can't believe Dan was right." Well, I was like, "What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> um, all things to say. Uh, and she's like, "Don't walk out. You keep, you know, you always walk out." Yeah. He's like, "He keeps you from saying things you don't want to hear." with Brooke, Brooke's kind of like, what's up with Naley when they're at school? Yeah. Because she says she says Naley or something like that. She was like, uh, well, earlier when she was um, when she was at the house, she was just like, um, she was like, I'll be here on the couch praying I don't hear old, boring, married sex, by yeah, the way. But I guess once she said Naley at some point, she was like, what was with the Naley interruptus or something like oh, that? Oh, maybe. Okay. And um, so he, she tells about the, she talked about the birth control argument. And Brooke is like, I want to slap you first off for for not being smart, you know what I mean, and not wearing a condom. Um, and she was like, and I also can't believe you told him. You should have lied. It was my time. <laughs> yeah, it was my time. Yeah, And so she was like, oh, that probably was in the vows, right? She's like, she's like I bet you wish you knew that before you got married at the rifle at age of 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> wish you were. Yeah. She was. And she was like, well, you didn't stop him, though, so maybe part of you wanted it. And I'm like, really? Y'all will not shame Haley because she should not be the only person that takes well, no. responsibility. They, you know, we'll get into this you know, yeah. later, but, um, you know, they hadn't been together. At all. But she said that. Yeah. What did she say? Yeah, yeah, she comes. Let's yeah, we'll just keep going. It. Let's just keep going. Well, Nathan and Dan, because uh, he's at the house and he changes the locks. Because Dan tries to get in and he changes the locks. Right. And he was just like, you know, we're better off without you, me and mom. And so then he's like, why are you practicing here? Tell them about the gym, which we'll get you later. Um, and he asked him about Oak Oak Court or whatever it was. That Oak Lake. Oak Lake. Oh, and the recruiting. And he was just like, yeah, but you're be best with the scouts. He's like, they're not coming, you know? Um, and he was just like, you know, you're right. It should have been your decision. You know, no one should make decisions for you. Not your mom, not me, not Whitey, not your wife. And he was just like, you know, and how is she? She put on a little weight. Uh, he was like, Haley's not like that. She wouldn't do that. Since she assured me or something that she's on it. And he's like, sounds like death. You know, you know what to say? We marry our mothers. Like, what I don't understand is why Nathan's letting him get in the scene right now. Like, he's, he's, he's getting yeah. worse and worse. Like, you know how your father is. Yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, Lucas had heard all this, and we'll talk about kind of, I guess, a little bit about Lucas and Brooke later. So I think we'll just group together Lucas and Brooke, and we kind of talk. We'll just talk about it later. But um, he, he tells him about, he was like, you know, why, you know, he was like, what's going on with you and Haley or whatever? And he was like, why don't you stop interfering in stuff you know nothing about? And I was like, finally, somebody put Lucas in his place. Yeah. That's not going to put him in the where he's going to do the same thing tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. It's in his DNA. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, and so he talks about his own pregnancy scare. He's like, for a second, it puts you in Dan's shoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I thought that was really interesting. You are still going to come back with the team. Because at this point, Nathan's stopped playing with the team. Yeah. But I guess we can kind of talk about that. So the, why he makes them practice at a new gym? Because well, they weren't... Well, no, we can go. We can go. We got to go. Yeah, well, he yeah. They're not winning in the new gym that has white on it. it. So, so we're going to go to this other gym and he was, in disappear. Yeah, because he was just like, I won't have you disrespecting my name. It's like, yeah. either we get a new gym or I get a new name. And I don't like my name. Um, but they also have to clean it up. Yeah, and so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is That damn thing ran across the screen, and I was just like, oh my God. So that's when, um, and so Nathan kind of walks out. Broken? Like, Nathan's like playing basketball set up and clean, and Whitey points it out, and Nathan just walks out. So that that's at the point when he's practicing, and Dan comes up. So after, um, you know, Lucas tells him about the pregnancy scare. Um, well, Lucas Lucas talks to him about scholarships and grades because Nathan's like, I right. need to play because I need scholarships. I can't give him my grades. Right. And he had walked out when he talks to Dan and he says we marry our mothers. Then later on, when he's talking about interfering, so we're back where we were with just Lucas and Nathan right. talking about interfering. Dan walks in and was like, you know, uh, and White goes, I thought I told you guys you were all the cockroaches. <laughs> And he's just like, you're just begging for me to take this team away from you, Whitey. And he's like, well, I'm taking Nathan. And he's like, come on, let's go, son. And, you know, Nathan's actually like, uh, you know, maybe for you, maybe it's time for you to go. And so then uh, Whitey's like, get out of my crap hole. Because Lucas had told him, you know, the team needs you back. Because these people, and not, it's not just about you and me. It's about everybody else, too. So I think that really kind of resolves that. Well, so, no, well towards the end. But, yeah, but um, I want to talk more about Nathan. Haley. Uh, Haley gets kicked out of bedroom because Lucas goes in there with Brooke. Yes. And so Nathan walks in. Yes. Okay. So then they're discussing the whole pregnancy thing, arguing. Yeah. So, uh, and, Brooke and, and Brooke and Lucas are listening at the door. This is before, oh, yeah. this is before the intro signing. I skipped over that, but yeah, they definitely, um, they argue and he was just like, did you Think about having a baby, you know, just trying to keep me, to stay together. Mm-hmm. She's so like, I'm 17, I'm in high school, you and I are, who even knows? Like, why would I do that? And he was just like, well, you didn't stop it. Well, and he was like, it could have changed my career, you know, basketball. Yeah. And she's like, what, I don't have hopes and dreams? Yeah. He's like, this is, this is so stupid. Is yeah, she's like, because it takes two, and you had no condom. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and she was just like, you know, you know why I wasn't on birth control? I was on tour. I wasn't yeah. going to see, I, you know, I wasn't with you. I wasn't going to be with you again. It's contrary to what you believe. I wasn't sleeping with yeah. Chris Keller. And trust me, you don't be, you're, you don't want to be on birth control if you're not having sex. There's yeah. no point. Birth control has side effects. And I know all about birth control. I've <laughs> tried like three different types of birth control. Yeah. It sucks. Most of it sucks. So uh, it makes you crazy. So he, then he's like, let me see the pills. Yeah. Fucking dick bag. Yeah. She has to have proof yeah. that she's on the pill. So she like slams those pills in his chest. She's yeah. like, keep them. Because she's like, I don't need them anymore. And she's like, your future basketball is secure. But as a husband, not so much. Yeah. 
And he looks so dumbfounded by this, and I'm like, Haley, you know, she's let him get away with that shit. But isn't that normally what happens when you are emotionally just kind of all over the damn place? Yeah. And then when the shit comes out that your ass is wrong all the goddamn time, you look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, then Lucas, very stupid. Lucas and Nathan bond over a dead spot on the floor. They get it all cleaned mm-hmm. up. And I feel like their relationship is on its way to being repaired finally because I'm sick of them like not being brothers. And so they, like, he gives the play him and he takes the ball from because it's a dead spot. He was like, we can map out this court. <clears throat> It could be our ultimate six man. Isn't that cheating? That is so <laughs> cheating. I was like thinking about that. I was like, is this not illegal? Is this not cheating? That is so not right. Yeah. Like they, there's a spot in the court where it's like weird and they can like get away with stuff and have an advantage over the other team. Yeah. Like that's cheating. But I mean, only after home games. We don't know what can happen at another school's home game. Right? So, I mean, well, I don't know. How many home, I guess it depends on how many games they play this year. Which seems like every single game is played there. Yeah. And at Which their home could game. be possible because maybe the other team might not have like a gym yeah. qualified or big enough to host it. You know, well, this is Tree Hill, which is women's basketball. So. I'm like, if I'm on the team, we can play against. Help me out there. Well, I don't know. Well, then Nathan finally apologized to Haley. He was like, I let my dad get in my head, and I was thinking straight. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid of like becoming like him. She was just like, I'm, I'm so, so sick, sick of this shit. Yeah. How you say that? Oh, oh glad she said that. <laughs> it's always that. I'm so sorry. You know, I yes. let my dad. Yeah. Like, she's like, instead of saying that you don't, she's like, just don't. Like, yeah. just don't. Um, and uh, she was like, and I don't know what's worse, the thinking that I would trick you into having a baby or the fact that having a baby with me would be so yeah, bad. Scary, yeah. mm-hmm. He was like, I just, what do you say? I'm just yeah, not ready I'm for you. And she was like, I'm not either. And then we kind of just see them, like, talking. Yeah, they kind of go around. Yeah. At least they're having this conversation. Yeah. True. Because obviously they didn't have it before. Obviously. Which so, are the things you are supposed to talk about yeah. before you get married? Yeah. Uh, so I certainly did. I'm just saying. <laughs> we yeah. definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if you're not on the same page, you're going to Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you could change. You could change. But they're also 17, so I can understand why they haven't had that talk because they're so young. And they could rush into it, but. Shit, if you're having sex with someone, you need to have that talk. Well, obviously, she was having birth control, so obviously they thought it was, you know, like, and Nathan probably knew she was on birth control, you know, because he even asked her where you wanted that night, mm-hmm. but... Well, when you're in the heat of the moment, like, that they were, just yeah. together, oh, right. oh my gosh, like, yes. That's the and she hadn't mind. had sex in a while, either, and, and, that, been on the and he was her first, and so he's on the other side. Now, you're not thinking about that. That's about you. Oh, baby. She had that face. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't, because I'm not on the And she had that face. I'm so confused. I know. I know. Somebody's gonna be knocking on us. You know, it's gonna be happening. That's the problem. Um... They could have just done oral, though. Oh, or how about you just re- like it's not the same? Not in her. It's what my thing is. Not in her. Like he could have. No. Oh, oh. I think he tried to clean it up. Like no. not in her. Pre, pre. Yeah. No, no, Sorry for like Nancy who's listening to this. But we talked about this once before. I know, but I was thinking about like Nancy, the lady who liked it. She's like older, and our last podcast literally begins. No, no, our last podcast literally begins with us talking about penis. We completely apologize on the behalf of (laughs) the Thank you. Okay. Well, she's watching this show. Yes. Oh my god. I just want to offend anybody listening. I'm trying to put you in the category with (laughs) Ryan. It's a team show. It's a team show. Oh my god. 
Imagine the cheese and ragu, isn't it? No, I'm sorry. Imagine yeah. the cheese. The cheese, you only need the juice. The juice. Yes. <laughs> and they go, and a woot. A woot. You need to have a Karen. I want Karen. Oh, I love Karen. Yeah, oh, we should try to get Lyra on the show. We can try both of them. We really do. We can try to get Karen for the 100th episode, and let's try to get skills for the graduation episode. Okay, well, you should work in there. Yeah. Um, Y'all got that Twitter, I don't. Well, maybe you should get there. <laughs> no. That is what I'm so, the, 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 uh, the so, so Lucas is, like, teasing Brooke about her letters, um, you know, and he's, like, quoting lines to her, she's like, you can't do that. You're going to tease me. And they come around the corner and Brooke just gets really excited. And I was like, what? And it's Keith! It's Keith! It's Keith! And then I'm like, why is she excited about Keith? Well, that's what that But remember, she met Keith first. Lucas introduced her to Keith. Before he ever met Karen, he met Keith. She met Keith. Back when they first started dating and everything, was Karen was pregnant. That Well, Karen was out of town at school. So they bonded together. Remember, she, he met her. I forgot about it. Because they had a conversation in the kitchen, didn't they? Yes. I remember that. Yes. So I knew with him. I knew you were going to explain it. Yes. Because Jenny was like, so what? I was like, and they hugged. Like, a big old hug. Well, A, she really cares for Lucas, so obviously, before, but she knew who he was. She was at his wedding, remember? So she knows who Keith is. They obviously had a relationship. So. It's like you running up to my dad. Well, exactly. Keep on. I've never had a conversation with your dad. You have. My, my um, stepdad. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Yeah, but he's, not, but he's nowhere near as inviting as Keith. Oh, uh, he's not. <laughs> Keith is good. Keith is good. I've, I've loved having Keith back this episode. Can we start? I just. He's like. Thank goodness. I realized. Like he, I've missed his kind of like like fathery figureiness because we only had like Dan, who's like a ma- like the male father figure. But Keith, I was like, okay, we needed Keith. We needed Keith. We needed Keith. So he loved oh. his hug. Yes, and so it, she was just like, um, I, I gotta go. You know, she was like, and he pushed her to quote those letters, and so then uh, <laughs> uh, Brooke asked about Jules. Yeah, and he doesn't say anything, but then uh, <laughs> well, he he says he, he's not with Jules. Yeah. So then, uh, but he mentions that Lucas being now 0-3 because Brooke is uh, not going to be with him tonight. Um, so he talks about how they're dating and how she gave him the letters and how he's been teething her about the letters. And he's like, well, at least that's one step up from tattoos. Because you're going to get the tattoos. I don't know, that's cute. I forgot he got those tattoos. Yeah, with Brooke. They showed his tattoo. We haven't seen Brooke's. No, we haven't seen Brooke's. Is but I think hers was fake because remember I told you guys how she had to stand. She had to, she had to lay on the face. We talk about pre-cum, but a tattoo oh. by her. Sorry, Nancy. <laughs> oh my God, Well, we have an explicit tag, so anybody that's listening. Should be over an age. Oh, because there's, okay. There's an explicit tag on our podcast. Okay. Oh, oh, awesome. Because yeah. he knows what we're going to do. I want you not to put Nancy in this old category. Well, that's the first thing I thought. I was like at work and I oh, saw man. that and I was just like, oh my God. We Literally, our pod, the podcast that she liked, we're talking about pe- Like, it's you talking about there's penis everywhere. Oh. It's the clip I chose. So I'm just like, in the first 15 seconds, she's getting the song. That's why she filled in. in. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> So Lucas apologizes to Keith for not telling him about Jules. Um, but he's like, I forgave you a long time ago because you did what was right, you know. And he did find Jules or Emily, and she just wasn't his mom. He was, she wasn't caring. She wasn't caring. <laughs> she wasn't caring. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I was like, what the hell? 
he wasn't there. He actually he wasn't your brother. He said that, yeah. He said that, but and he was like, but he came back because Deb told him everything about him, like pulling him from the fire, pulling Dan from the fire. He's like that was bread, but stupid. Stupid, yeah. This was like Deb called Keith. Yes, yes. She called Keith. I knew she called Keith. Because but when Jim was trying to figure out who did Karen call initially, because he thought Karen might have called Deb. Right. I didn't think or Deb might have called Karen, like Deb might have called Karen at the end and Karen might have called Deb right. in the episode you know what I mean yeah. um, so then he's like don't tell your mom because I'm going to surprise her mm-hmm. um, so I guess we can just keep kind of morphing these two stories Broken, Karen and Lucas I and definitely Karen. want to point out I love the fact that Keith is so chilled right now because mm-hmm. when he left you know he was irate he was fucking pissed I mean my yeah. man, he deserved to be so yeah. But he's come back and obviously he's kind of dealt with yeah, whatever. I mean, he's been gone for a long time. Like, he was gone. Time. He left at the end of that at what like the at wedding episode, I think, yeah. and we didn't really see him other than that he one glimpse. Yeah. And that was like episode like fifteen, fourteen or fifteen of last year. Know, he emailed Karen like two words. But we hadn't actually seen him, <laughs> so we didn't see him for like the back half of season two, and he was not in the first ten episodes of this season. So and something else you skipped over. <laughs> But he uh, he pointed out to Keith that um, he was choked out, quote unquote, by by oh, Dan. Oh, by Dan. Oh, he did. And I was like, I thought that was really because he really hadn't told anyone. Oh yeah, he did. And then he mentions he was like, well, who all knows about you uh, saving Keith from the fire? He was like, well, oh, um, Dan, <laughs> Dan, <laughs> you, oh, and Peyton. Did he say Brooke? I think he said Brooke. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but he named up like all these people. Yeah. And he was like, and you kept the secret about Jules for two months. Like, where'd he go? Oh, that was interesting. Um, and so, Brooke, well, we know about them, like, uh, well, Brooke gets a letter from Rogue Vogue while, while, while she's at home. Um, it's like a fashion show, like, where your fashions will be displayed for all of these designers. But she didn't submit herself. She's like, Lucas must have submitted me. So she's, like, super excited about it. Um, Doesn't Haley bring that up? Like, remember when Yeah, when he would paint her. I'm just like, well, why didn't he keep me reminded? <laughs> Because I'm like, I wouldn't feel good about that. Like, oh, he did do this. Like, I feel special. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be special they did it for me. Then you got to throw my face. Oh, mm-hmm. he did that with us. Uh, so it must way. be Lucas. Yeah, it must, must be. be. Must be. be. But she didn't take it that way. She didn't take it. Um, yeah, she then Brooke is like tearing up Lucas's room trying to find the letters that he's been teasing her about. And uh, he's like, look, I'll stop teasing you. You know, I'll, I'll stop. And she's like, okay. And she was just like, well, I want you to come spend the night with me tomorrow. But only if you bring the letters, like, as an admission. Yeah, I got an admission. And she, so he's like, you don't worry about it. I'll clean up. Um, yeah, because she left the room. And then, can we talk about how the coffee pot did not break when Karen dropped it? Like, it's a heavy <laughs> It did not break. Oh, it did not break. <laughs> I was, I was, I was expecting it to die. Like, it, you know, don't they make them very well in case you do drop them? No. I don't know. Well, I don't think Karen could afford the high class one. Right, so she's got a basic coffee yeah. pot. Yeah, it should have broke. It should have broke. Oh, it was so fun. I think I think her shock face was worse than that it didn't shatter like it was supposed to. And they were just like, keep rolling. So like Keith walks in and he was like, You guys still have like the best coffee in town or something like that. Uh, and she just drops and he's like, Not anymore. <laughs> and she's so happy to see him. Oh, she is. I was like, Oh gosh. Well, you know how heartbroken she was when he left. Yeah, she finally realized that her hoo needed his peen. <laughs> Even. So, uh, so explicit. she no. was like, uh, <laughs> 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 we love you, Nancy. I'm like, what, Nancy? You're I'm not, not. You're, well, you're not, you just recently found <laughs> yeah. we, we know you, so yeah. we're mentioning you by name. 
Um, if anybody else comments, we'll mention them by name. <laughs> yes, you'll get those. You'll shout out from us. You're not the So she's like, you shouldn't have come back because Dan thinks she tried to kill him. So we found out it was Keith that Karen called. Um, and he was like, I'll sort it out. You know, you know, he may be mayor now. Sorry about that, but I'm your big brother. I'm his big brother. And I was like, we'll sort it out. And he was like, you know, you're prettier than I remember. She I was like, like what? This is going. I know where this is going. Was I really complimenting her? He, <laughs> I mean, he's come back prepared. You guys were so tired of them, like, last time. So I just like, I thought you guys might be happy. They just went, like, like right into this shit. I actually wrote down that the fire was in. Well, I think they finally got to a place where they realized that this is what they want. It took all that shit, but I think when Keith left, he realized by Karen reaching out to him that she obviously missed him and it was more than what they thought. And, you know, Keith knew that Jules was never going to be caring for him. So So then Keith goes to see Dan and Dan's like, oh, the booze hound returns. Guess he finally grew a pair. And he's like, always had a pair, just ask your wife. I was like, damn. Not ask them, but ask your wife. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And so then he was like, well, pretty bold talk for a man who like, tried to kill me or something like that. Well, he shows him the tape. Like, yeah. he's, like he's like, one of the things I get as mayor is, you know, oh, ask special. So he shows him the video of, of Keith buying the scotch, the same mm-hmm. scotch that was used to poison him. And but he has uh, the, vo- the remnants of the bottle. Yeah. In the bag, sure did. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, he's fucking crazy. Really? He's the mayor. Like, I know, but I left it off. You could be the mayor. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, we're not getting into this again. <laughs> so he was just like, but Keith was like, if I did try to kill you, I promise you'd be dead. Yeah. And then Dan was like, not so sure. This kind of reeks of a Keith, a Keith Scott, uh, Keith Scott kind of operation because it, it, it was a failure. Yeah. Um, and um, so Dan, so he was like, you can't find something that wasn't there, Dan. It was just like, kind of like your heart. He's like, one more thing. If you ever touch Lucas again, you'll wish that I killed you. I was like, girl! Like he's, he's defending he's gonna, his boy! He, yeah. He's going to keep Dan in Yeah. Um, so, what's next? Keith changing the oil? He's doing something like that. He's checking her oil. Yeah, he, yeah. And he goes like, Andy, you could have hired guys to fix this. How is he? He's like, I'm, you're fishing now. Yeah. I don't know okay, yeah. And she's like, you know, wealthy, gorgeous, handsome. He's like, three out of three. ain't so bad. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, she was just like, you know, she traveled across the world to figure out what she wanted, and it turned out to be here all along. And I was just like, yes, come on, you guys, stop fucking torturing us. This is all happening really fast. I think, but again, they spent so much time dancing around. It was all of season one, and like, it was so much. Yeah, it was so much. You hate it. I agree with you on that. I'm, I'm with you. I wish they would just come on. But now, yeah. but yeah, it's good it's going fast. I was just like, it's <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Happening. It's, it's happening. good it's going fast. Oh, it's like dancing around. Because they're adults happening. acting like children. Really what it was, what they were doing. Adults should be able to like, this is what I want. Let's speak on it. And if not, you know, like, as far as it comes to a relationship, as old as they are, Karen's 36 years old. Nobody gets to that until they hit 50 and 60 because now you're just like, look. Well, she's 36 with a 17-year-old, so she's basically 50 she and 60. She is not. <laughs> so, that's been my complaint all this time is that most of the, most adults, you don't really grow up, and, and just, especially men. But anyway, so <laughs> Lucas comes around the corner and... Yeah, I had the little nasty insatiation last time. I did. She's got to be business. 
She does oh, too. Dude. She's making yeah. the money now, huh? And I'm sure Andy was probably like slipping her oh, some money. Stop Andy that. Andy bought her that car. Stop <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Stop that. Oh my goodness. You know, a, he probably bought it for her so she could get to class to see him every day. She didn't only get flowers. She got a car. Yeah, she got a car. Oh my goodness. Andy. Um, so then Lucas is like, Brooks on his face was angry. And so he was like, you know, Lucas, if you want to move forward, you kind of got to forget the past and write your own future. And he's like, are you talking about me or you, me and Brooke? Are you talking about you and my mom? And like, he's like, go along. And yeah. playing football. Like, it's playing so football. cute. In, in the, the middle street, of the street. But it was cute that they were playing ball. I think that was really cute. Um, so then Lucas gives Brooke the letters. Um, and he kind of like slams the door open. <laughs> like when Nathan was like walking yeah. in. And he kind of tells him, Whitey said, you know, bring your ass back to practice. He's like, tell Whitey I'll come, whatever. It's real jam. So while the argument's going on, um, she was just like, tells him how she just, Brooke just wanted to thank him for submitting her to Rogue Vogue. And Lucas is like, that wasn't me. He was like, I kind of wish I had done it because it sounds cool, but it wasn't me. And, you know, so he was like, why do you want these letters back, basically? You know? And she was like, I'm just really embarrassed by them. And he's like, well, I like the girl in those letters because she's so open and so honest. Mm-hmm. And, um... She says something like, it's, it's easy to get naked. Yeah, and not the other. And he's like, it's because I hurt you last time, but I won't do that again. So, yeah. but she gives it back to him. Yeah, she does. She does. And I thought that was cute. It yeah. was cute. Um, she, and, if he wants them, just give them. And so they keep the camera having dinner. And uh, he's like, I should have told you. She's like, I should have told you about Jules. No secret. And so then she was like, I did see you in town the day of the fire, right? And he was like, yeah, I came back to see you, but I heard you were going off. You were Andy. Um, so I got, he's like, I got, got I, drunk. Yeah, he got crazy. He's like, and it kind of spun out of control. He's like, I did want revenge, and I had a broken heart. He was like, so Dad, did get that right? I did decide to kill him. And she was like, well, what stopped you? He was like, Dad. So we actually found out, like, he had a gun. Yeah. And I was gonna, was gonna shoot Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought this was really interesting because now we find out that they kind of like, well, he's kind of responsible for setting dead right. on track. But he did bought a brand new bottle of liquor because Keith's bottle was like was pretty, gone. pretty half gone. So yeah. if not gone, and the bottle she gave Dan was full. So I'm just throwing yeah. that out there. But yeah. um, what'd you say? Why, why would what? Mm-hmm. You said why would he call her? Cause he called her. Cause I think he was calling to her that he was, she was going to be freezing. He was going to take care of it, and she was going to be free. Uh, because that's what he told her when she was when she was there, and she was just like, "You're better than this." And he was just like, "You know, Nathan's next, Dad. Nathan's next. It's the only way." Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, she—that's what she told me. Better than this, you know. And so he goes to sleep, and next thing you know, he wakes up, and Dad's like, "You're right. It, you know, it was the only way, but it was my war to fight. You know, it wasn't yours." Um, I tried to, and I said, "The fuel on fire." Yeah, and I love how in the last episode she had her curly hair, and then in this episode she had her straight hair. So I wonder if they actually filmed this like last season or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, because you know, and she looked really. She had like crips in her hair, you know. In the last they knew they were going. Yeah, I think they always knew where they were going. That's what yeah. I said. Like it was never like some shows are like they don't like they don't have an idea of like who did what. You know what I mean? They make it up as they go along. Like for example, Gossip Girl. Spoiler alert: Dan is Gossip Girl. Um, but if you actually look, you don't find out at the very last episode, but when you go back and look at the series as a whole, it just doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way it could line up. And I think they planned this out to where it actually makes lined sense up. and lined up that, you know, it Devin and Keith were kind of in on it together. Um, so she's like, what am I going to do? Because he's alive. He got out somehow. 
doesn't know if I remember, then the kids is like, you know, I'll leave town, you know, and I'll leave town and just, just go back. So I don't, I don't know why Keith had to leave town. But because he wasn't here in the first place. He would look suspicious. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so then Karen, he's telling this to Karen, so Karen's just kind of like, I don't have any idea what to say. Yeah, so she's like, you're talking about murder. 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 Which is true. She's like, how could you cover that up? How could you? How could you? And he believe you and help her get away with it. But his response was, she's been in prison with Dan for like 17 years. He was just like, yeah, he's like, giving Dan a second chance is not something I would ever see as a mistake. I'm just like, that's kind of, that's, that's a lot to take know. in. It is. It's a and lot. she didn't kill him. He's alive. Yeah. It was just attention. But wait till she finds out. But wait till Karen finds out that Lucas went into that fire to pull his ass out. She's going to put her foot so far up Lucas' ass. And she's good enough. <laughs> if he can bring up the heart condition, then. And blah, blah, blah. That's a good point. Not the bitch. Like a bitch ass was lying about the heart. What you mean, your heart? She thought he that And so then Karen and Lucas have a conversation because, you know, I thought she knew when he walks up, he was just like, is everything okay or something like that? She was like, not for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit. And then she's like, yeah, I called Skill. Well, Skill's called here looking for you. Right. She's like, next time you want to stay and check in the Hotel Brook, you need to check your alibi. I was like, Hotel Brook, okay. I called her just to her home. And so, and she was like, I just want you to be careful. Like, not just in the physical sense, careful with your heart, too. Yeah. And he's like, like, you are with Keith? Yeah. He's like, if you're always looking for reasons not to be together, you'll find, you'll always find them. And he was just like, you know, so let go and, and give your heart what it wants. Um, I'm so sick of him. He parents in his mom. Thank you. And he turns that shit around so quickly. Just, but mom, no, uh-uh, you can't say that to me because you and Keith. Shut up, boy. Hell. She loves him. And she does. She does. I mean, even though he's right. In this case. Yeah. <laughs> he is right. But, I mean, come on. This is your mom. So, yeah, Brooke. Well, Brooke has a revelation about Rachel when she's, like, looking through her designs. And then she confronts her. And she was like, why did you do that? And Brooke, what did Rachel say? Rachel's like, they were nice designs. It's like, her clothes are good. Yeah. Yeah, despite some um, poor material or poor something. Something, some something she was calling them was cheap and crappy. She was like, they were actually really good designs. Yeah. Um, and so then she was like, well, thank you. And she walks away, and Rachel's like, no, thank you. And now it's like, what does that mean? So I'm thinking, you know, Brooke has to go to New York for this. Correct. What does Rachel have planned while Brooke is away? Yeah. Is she mm. going to try to come after Lucas again? She's already coming after Mal. She's, she wants Brooke out of the picture. Yeah. That's why she's sending her the. New York. Because who knows how long Brooke's going to be gone. Because he's gonna lose. Yeah. And so then um, Lucas sends Brooke a letter. Letter number one. Do not burn. Because remember, they burned his one letter. So it's cute. So now he's going to write her some letters. Um, so then, then Karen and Keith. He shows up at her door. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And so she's like, you know, I've been stubborn and scared for so long. She's like, I, I can't let that happen again. And every time that we get close, yeah, and, you know, something happens. And they kiss, and I'm just like, fine, so I'm fucking initiate. leave. Yeah. Initiate yeah. yeah. Thank goodness she knows what she wants. Yes. She's getting it right now. I'm like, I'm like this yes. is great. And Thank then you. I see blue lights start flashing. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, there's a car driving down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell no. I was like, oh, hell. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then you see the police like Keith Scott, and it's just like what? And they're like making out. Yeah. And it's like not. It's like a. It's like three or three cop cars. It's like Keith Scott. You're under arrest for the attempted murder of of Dan Scott or something like that. And you see Dan, Dan just smirking in the fucking background. Oh. And I'm like, Dan probably planned, Dan probably followed Keith and planned this. He was like, I'm going to wait to the moment that it's going to be like, to really hit him hard. So Karen, she's going to bring out that fire and Yeah, because she's just like staring. Because she's staring. Because at first she's kind of just, I couldn't really read her action. Like maybe, it was kind of like, like, what's going like, on? what's going on? But I can kind of see what's happening because she did cover him right. right. But then you see, then she, then she sees Dan and her face immediately kind of morphs into like kind of an anger. You know, mm-hmm. well, more like a Bill Wilger man. Dan's kind of like uh, yeah. smirking over there. I'm just like, so she's like, I'll kill you now. Yeah. But my <laughs> thing is, what are you gonna do? You have your business partner, who's obviously his left tree here, yeah. that you know mm-hmm. has attempted to kill this woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have your love or whatever. That that's her man. Like, yeah. okay, that is her okay, man. Her man <laughs> that's about that's going to jail for something he didn't she's do. Gonna sell and that's what I'm thinking she's She totally is. Her dad thinks she's going to call dad and be like, you need to turn Get something out Because Keith is going to go down for, for what you do. I can see this is happening. Yeah. This is going to happen. She's not going to look good in orange if she goes to jail. Dead. <laughs> she's a, well, she's a mess already. <laughs> <laughs> she's already been in rehab. Um, <laughs> so what, there's something else. She's about the jury helps convict her. Oh, yeah. Oh. She can be like, oh. Dan traumatizing. Yeah, and maybe yeah. do it. Be this is gonna be good. <laughs> that is gonna be awesome. I'm excited. Put me on the tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, uh, Peyton comes from the game. Ellie's there, and she's like, "This is odd, you know, you being here, but it's a good odd." And they don't have any bands for the benefit album, and she's like, "And so," and she's like, "Well, if you just get one band, the other ones will come along." She's like, "Not as much playing in Charlotte, maybe we can go get them." Um, so then they drive to Charlotte and. The, it's sold out, so they're like, how are we going to get in there? And Ellie, like, finesses her way into the club, like, real smooth, like, real Like, she, she seems believable. Like, she's yeah. an agent. She's on the phone, and she knows she's what like, to She's like, she just points to the bouncer guy. She's with me. I'm like, dang. Like, like, right, I'm going to try that. <laughs> so then she's like, see that guy on two phones? That's the manager. Now go get him. She's like, I got to say, now it's up to you. And so... Peyton's just like, hey, I'm talking to you about it. like a benefit album for the band, and he's just like, you know, we don't want to compete with ourselves. Or I was like, like, what? Which makes sense. It does, but I was just like, really? Come on. And she was just like, but it's, it's for charity, we've got breast cancer, you know, like, how you guys fucked label before, blah, 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 and I'm like, it's totally unbelievable for a teenager to be doing this, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, so then um, they're like driving home, and Ellie's like, you should be proud, no matter what. You should be proud, and your mom be proud. And then she kind of tells her about her mom. Which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Um, she was like, your mom will be proud of you. What else did she say? She said she was great. And she's like, she's the reason why I chose yeah. them to give you two. In the first place. She was just like, um, you were such a stubborn little baby. After 14 hours of labor, yeah. you finally came out. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And she's like, and, you know, the rules of the adoption were to just take you away, and I couldn't see you, but your mom brought you back so we could spend some time oh, together. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was like, she was really kind, you know, just mm-hmm. like you. And um, So then, then Peyton once fucking again is just like, let's talk about cancer. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she's just like, well, I had, I had cancer. She's like, I didn't have the surgery. I had chemo. And so she was just like, and I was okay for a while. And she doesn't really say anything else. And then Peyton's just like, so what are you doing now? And she's like, I'm spending time with you. Mm-hmm. And then Nada Surf calls. And they're in. They're in. And is that, well, then later on, 
Um, Peyton asked Kaylee to be on the bench. She's like, you know, we got six fans so far. Or we've got five, right? She's like, hopefully get the sixth one confirmed, like, right oh, about now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she was like, so it's Haley James Scott. Will you be in? Yeah. She's like, hell yeah. Then Peyton talks to Ellie about cancer again. And she was like, I really want you to be here when the album comes out. And uh, Ellie's like, I will be, I promise. But will she be here in spirit? (laughs) Is the real question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's horrible. I don't don't know if Ellie's going to make it, y'all. She's not. She's not. I don't think she is. Okay. I'm not going to. I don't know. So anyway. um, But she's got one little bit of like. (laughs) I got one little goof from this episode. Lucas's iPod disappears when he meets up with Keith to play football. He had it on him. Then all of a sudden, he's just like, let's go on. He lost his before. Yeah. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember that. Oh, my God. So hard to What's your iPod's name, Big Bitch? Did we used to call it that? What do we call oh your iPod? Your That's iPod? a blast from the past. Do you remember uh, Wow. It sounds kind of right. Like I think Big Fat right. Bitch or something big like bitch? that? It was, it, was a, a big, it was a big iPod. Yeah. Like, it was the biggest one. Yeah. yeah. It's great, because you have, like, a lot of storage on it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had yeah. Um, so as far as music, we have like uh, "Over My Shoulder" by I Am Clute. It's named by I Am Groot. Um, "Concrete Bed" by Nada Surf. Um, "Always Love" by Nada Surf, played and in the blues by Switchfoot. And this episode's title originated from the song "Return of the Future," originally sung by Scooter. And this has an 8.6 rating on IMDb. As well. Oh wow, freaking awesome! So I gave it an eight. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Karen and Keith of it all. I gave it a seven and a half. God, I also gave it a seven and a half. It's pretty close, though. I just, it's close. Yeah. Um, any particular reason why you gave it a seven and a half? reason for me for it was last episode. It was just okay. It was better than last episode. That's why I went half of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. I thought the end was really great. And <laughs> but was yeah. Keith and Karen. You know, like, yeah. I kind of liked, um, I don't know, I just kind of liked some of the dynamic. Of course, I'm always here for Naley. Um, so I just, I liked how they kind of had a talk at the end and how she kind of was just like, bruh, like, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, so who's your favorite character? That's the thing. Yeah. For that very reason. Oh, well, more so, well, I guess, yeah, for the very reason. I put down her being a doormat and kind of just like, okay, look, I paid for my damn sins. You can get this shit together. You don't do with me or not. Yeah. And so I'm tired of using those same excuses, so. I put Karen because she finally has Keith and she ain't gonna whine about it anymore and yes. ask, Happy birthday, Keith. Keith, Keith. You know? And so. Keith is such an ugly name. We're supposed to throw it out there. I hate the name Keith. Why? I, I love the name Keith. I don't have any opinions about the name Keith. Oh, I don't hate it or love it. I, even though I do have a, a cousin Keith, so, I mean, I like that Keith, uh, I guess. Um, I wouldn't name my child Keith. I wouldn't either. But I think it's an old it's yeah. Um, for me, it's Keith. It was my favorite character. Oh, I just loved having him back. I thought I thought he brought some... I thought, I, I just missed his dynamic with people, so I really liked it. And I, I really enjoyed it. He's a relatable character. Kaylee. Oh, tell us more. Are you in about babies? Oh. oh. All that bullshit. And, you know, when your husband thinks, like, you think this way, and, you know, like, that's not where I'm coming from. And whenever I, I talk about a kid, I'm like, it's it's still to this day it's 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 a touchy subject. So I I totally feel where she's coming from with her anger. <laughs> <laughs> and I can say and I can say Nathan because I can understand how it feels to feel like there's a lot of pressure coming 
and wanting to be focused on one thing and feeling like somebody else isn't on the same page. And usually it's because of miscommunication, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when, you're emo- when your emotions are running high and you're trying to figure it out and it feels like it's all coming at you, you kind of lash out. And so I kind of, I can be like Nathan, like how Nathan was in this episode. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Okay, so, Jeanette, let's, go to, let's go to Jeanette's corner while I look up the name of the episode. Let's go to cover next. Mr. Rogers now. Okay, sorry. Our reality check with Jeanette. Reality check in my little corner. Sorry. Sorry. Let's go to Jeanette's mouth corner, who's at the head of the table right now, right next to the mic, for a reality check. So much better than me and the Lord. We put Jeanette with our little animals. We put Jeanette with our little animals. We podcast Jeanette. When we podcast, we turn you that side, like face to face towards the corner on the other side of the room. And we all let her speak, you know. It's okay. Stop reality check. I'm going to bed them for this reality check. Oh, stop it. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, okay, what am I going to say? You don't know. I do know. This is why you have to sit in the corner. I got it right here. Stop jumping to conclusions about people. Um, what you think means one thing can mean something completely different. Just coming with Peyton, you know, calling Ellie out, it's like assuming that, you know, just because you got this, this means this. So it's like, oh, oh okay. It just yeah. bugs me because you don't know why someone does something and what yeah. their reasoning is. They have to have. Like, this is, it just ticked me off. You know? like, just stop doing that. Um, I think we touched on this earlier, but it is really important to want to talk about kids. And possible oh. pregnancies, whether you want to get into that or not. not yeah. It's like just with other things, like some what ifs need answering. Because that can be a deal breaker. Yeah, and a not lot of times to. it is. Yeah. And it's like you, the worst thing you can do is be with someone for a long time, and then you know I have time for a kid, and it's like I never said I want a kid. Yeah. It's like and you want kids, so bye bye. So, yeah. You know, you just, just save yourself all that future not hassle simple. and just. Just talk about the important the things that are important to you. Talk about them. Mm-hmm. And kids are important. Okay, great. That's my I like that reality check. Mm-hmm. That's great. So in our next episode, we'll be talking about um, episode 12, I've Got Dreams to Remember. Mm-hmm. And episode 13, The Wind That Blew My Heart Away, which I'm going to say is one of the most beautiful, epically fantastical episodes of One Tree Hill that I've ever had the pleasure of enjoying. So I'm super excited to watch that one. So I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Yay! And then I think I don't like the episode after that one. But what do I well, after we'll at least have one good episode next. <laughs> well, I feel like I need to watch the episode by myself. Of what? You can. I mean, why? You don't want me to be no, epically fantastic? You just don't. Oh, I, I definitely think that you're going to enjoy it. So. I know, but you have to taint my opinions and my mood. Uh, and if I'm not in the right mood or if I'm... I mean, if we did it, but if we did it like we did today, where like we watched them right before and then we just like came yeah. and did it, I think it'd be much better, you know, than letting it stir and me wanting to be curious about it and kind of talk about it. I, I'm just like... I'm but I do want to do this, and I kind of want to throw this out, you guys, and I just kind of want to just see what you think. Um, so we got some options. Um, would you guys like to um, do a live feed of us watching an episode for our instant reactions for people? Um, 
and then doing a podcast about that same episode right after who don't want to watch it, who don't get to see a live feed. Um, what do you guys think? Are you asking us? Yeah. Or are you asking the listeners? No, I'm asking, wanna... I'm asking you guys and kind of get your thoughts on that. And so we can kind of prep everybody for it. Because it was something that we want to do. I kind of want to get out there now, like let everybody know how our schedule is going to be. So that way they know, hey, we'll be doing a lot. Because I'm thinking we'll do like on Periscope. You know what I mean? And that's like if you catch it. You know what I mean? You can probably download the Periscope. but Or we can like Snapchat it. We can make a Snapchat for Daniel. Snapchat. So you're talking about like having something recording while we're watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, we can watch it together, and we'll have something recording while we're watching it. So I'm thinking maybe, like, Snapchat, because Jimmy has, like, a, a recorder <laughs> that we can use, so we can, like, keep playing, like, catch the snaps. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, snapping it. I'll be in charge of it since I've seen the episode that we're talking about. Okay. But um, that way, and then kind of uploading the snaps, like, to Snapchat, also downloading them, and then maybe, like, compiling them together and, like, uploading that video to, like, our Facebook page and putting it on our web page. Does that make sense? So we're going to be talking about the episode? No, it's just going to be like us watching it and like our live and reactions. Our reactions. Yes, our reactions. So to you're going to put the reactions with the podcast. podcast. Like, yes, when we upload the podcast, I'll I upload like a video idea. of us and our live reactions. Um, so I didn't know if you guys would want to be interested in that. Would we do this every... I want to do it for this special episode that's coming up in two weeks. So basically we watch the episode. We'd watch it together. So we'd have to do it on the podcast right after. Yeah. Okay, so we would just look that. Okay. Yeah. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's up for discussion. It's up for debate. I just was wondering out there. So if you guys are up for that, then that's what I'd like yeah, to do. Yeah, we can at least try it once and see how. It um. So I'll make a Snapchat account for our pet for us. Um. For our, our podcast. So that way, people want to see it in real time. It'll be up in real time, and I'll announce that next week on the podcast. I'll make a Snapchat for us. Um. So that way, people can actually start to find us on Snapchat. Um, so that way they want to see our reaction. You'll be able to see our reaction to the episode. The episode in question is going to be episode 16. Um, so you guys will be covering that in two weeks. That's episode 16 with tired eyes, tired minds, tired souls. We slept. So that'll be the episode that we'll be covering by ourselves. Uh, well, by itself. So it'll be one episode that we'll be covering by itself um, in two weeks. So we'll do a live reactionary kind of thing of, of that video. And then we'll do a podcast right after. So. Uh, but for next week, we're going to be covering um, episodes 12 and 13. So that's I've Got Dreams to Remember and The Wind That Blew My Heart Away. Um, so look forward to seeing you guys next week. Um, just remember, I'm Winston. I'm Jeanette. And I'm Jamia. And remember, there's only one trio podcast that matters, and it's this one. Bye. I need you to listen, please. I'm broken on our eyes. Simplicities, so don't be afraid to ship it away. Thank you for listening to There's Only One Tree Hill Podcast That Matters. And, and it's this one. one. Please don't forget to send us your feedback and comments to There's Only O-T-H Pod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to find us on Facebook by searching for There's Only One Tree Hill Podcast That Matters so you can stay up to date on all of the One Tree Hill news. Also, follow us on Twitter at Only O-T-H Pod. All of our info, every one of our podcasts, and our link to our crowdfunding campaign where you can win prizes can be found at there's only oth.podbean.com. 
You can follow me, Winston Mize, on Twitter at CapesideRedemption and at SlowTV.com, author code WN, where I review shows such as iZombie and Legends of Tomorrow. And you can follow my positivity journey on Facebook at Inspired by Jimmy L. Also, while you're downloading music from this episode on iTunes, please stop by and leave us a rating or or a review. As you know, Ball may be life, but podcasting ain't cheap. We do this in our spare time for other super fans like us, and your ratings and reviews really help us out, so please don't be afraid to comment wherever you like on any platform. <laughs> you know what? We've said this uh, time and time again, and I bet no one is probably even paying attention. You know what? That's true. People always leave <laughs> before the plug. <laughs> well, you know what? The joke's on you because you both wasted your time reciting all this. Uh, until until next time. time. Bye. Bye.